Hey, Patriots fans, if you want to see Toyota's best offers, including those not seen on TV, go to buyatoyota.com. It's Toyota's official website for deals from the official vehicle of the New England Patriots. Toyota, let's go places. Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Tyreek Hill calling our offense simple, but no, Tyreek Hill actually he was incredibly yeah. complimentary of Christian Gonzalez. He was. Yeah. No, I know he was. He was. Well, was I'm not like... sure you know because you just said that he <laughs> called the offense simple. How did pizza delivery drivers find my house? What is that book called? There's a book filled with maps. I'm, I'm forgetting. It's like it's not the it's Thomas guys. <laughs> before the stadium went to turf and it was just a mud bowl. I remember bowl. Pop Warner. We lost a kid in a puddle. Just yeah, <laughs> he just uh, he died. We never found. <laughs> Again. <laughs> what? Tamara's looking like, huh? I'm still stuck at the metal New line. Jersey Jets. Yeah. I'm yeah. still stuck at that. Why are you stuck at that? <laughs> so I was like, well, what are you? And they're like, oh, I'm, I'm a Taurus. I'm like, interesting. I'm like, that's Tamara. <laughs> Tamara's like, what are you? Yeah. Oh, Gemini? Uh, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am going to go with the Buccaneers to cover. Uh, Eagles win, but the Buccaneers don't lose by the points that were set. That's, that's gambling parlance. Yeah. So so is covering. That's covering. This is Patriots Unfiltered. Presented by Toyota's official website for deals, buyatoyota.com. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Tuesday here at Gillette Stadium. It's a victory Tuesday. Victory Tuesday against the New Jersey Jets. And I don't understand why everyone's freaking out. Um, Everyone's like, Taylor Taylor Swift? This this loss didn't help me, you know. It, I'm, I'm I'm not feeling any better after this loss. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I wasn't one. sure they were gonna win. No, oh, I wasn't either. You know, so I'm happy that you go in against a division team mm-hmm. on the road and come out with the win. Let and now we move on from there. Okay, so now we can worry about the Cowboys. But like, there was no certainty that you were gonna go into the Jets and with that defense and and win. And and they did. And you know, ask the Bills about playing the Jets, you know, when you're heavily favored. And we weren't heavily favored. But, you know, anything can happen in these division games. When you can come out with a win, take it and move on. And, you know, don't worry about the style points. Now, does the offense still have problems? Hell yes. Hell yes. But they had them before we went to the Jets, and we were playing one of the best defenses in the league. So I'm happy. Let's go. Let's go Let's go play Dallas Places. now. Oh, sorry. That's a different <laughs> Yeah, thing. let's go places um so i, I agree I, with you, friend. I I, i'm probably not quite as enthusiastic as you yeah. are but they had to win the game bottom line they had to had to yeah had to win and they and they did they made it a lot tougher than it should have been i, I don't I mean, think they did i think it was just a close game well it's a tight close game that could have gone either way and the patriots won yeah and they won on the back of their defense yeah. Yep. yeah as we thought they would correct right it was so. definitely tighter than it should have been I mean that that hail mary was close. Oh yeah. Oh okay. That now that I agree with. <laughs> yeah. That I Ooh. agree with. Yeah. I mean it shouldn't have come down to that, but no. it did, and Correct. you yeah. won. Yeah. That's. You know? I mean that's. Uh, you know I'm not going to start with the gripes, but that was my only real gripe. But just close it out. You know, have that have that opportunity. Would have loved to see them. I mean I wasn't expecting them to put 500 yards I mean, of offense up, but, but the close way the, the game out. The way the game was going, a better Patriots team would have closed it out in the first half. Mm-hmm. You know the way it was going, but they. They're having issues right now on offense. And, 
and we're going to get into that. Yeah. We're going to get into that. But listen, I I think I'm I'm pleased to punch about the defense, even though it was Zach Wilson. Uh, they did a great job against the run. You know, Gonzalez. Just if you just focus on him, how can you not yeah. feel good about uh, about the you know season he's having so far? Absolutely. I mean, excellent. Yep. Yeah. He's fun to watch, and that's you know that's what what they need around here. You know, is those those talented guys. So uh, it's been a, a just a an incredibly tough start to the players that he's had to go up against. I mean, it's like yeah, you can't imagine trial a, by fire a tougher gauntlet than than what he's faced in those first three games. And now he's probably going to get some CD Lamb too. So yep. it's just I mean that's the NFL though every week, and that's why you need a guy like Christian Gonzalez who's athletic enough to you know run with these guys. He doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to you know pitch zeros every time he goes up against one of these guys. But you just see how competitive he is on every catch, and he and he really makes you work for it. So it's really positive. He's been you know he's there have been less. Hiccups than even I than I kind of thought. I, I expected there'd be like you know agree. he's going to get toasted a couple times and you know miscalculate, bite on a double move, something like that. But he's been um, really really good. But he's been good. And and, and I have a, a bone to pick with uh, Paul. Oh, I boy. don't know what I did because you know. But every, I'm I'm in full agreement with everything you've said. I don't know how you could possibly <laughs> every be week, mad at me. Every week he's like you know Teflon Mac, Teflon Mac. All I've been hearing is people saying, I can't stand Mac. He's cheap. He's a baby. He's this. Oh, well, that, he's that. See, now we're talking about that's two a, different things. That's a yeah. totally different. That's, <laughs> Thank you, Tamara Brown. <laughs> that That's after the whistle stuff that everyone okay. is referring to. Everyone. People don't like him personally. Yeah. Well, well they, they, I, I don't understand how he's Teflon Mac if people don't but like that's, him. But that's a whole different thing. We're not yeah. talking about his ability. I, I know. I think the, the ability thing is still pretty split. Yeah. yeah. I think it's the off the field, after the whistle, cheap. Yeah. I see a lot of pictures, but, but you know, I want to. I want to. He did what he did. I, yeah. I, I like. I know there's the whole Zapruder film, and people are like, "Oh, I didn't Not see really it." Zapruder film. He, he right did there it for you. I mean, after he got slammed to the ground, and he put his hand out, and Sauce, you know, knocked his hand away, and then he got up. He did do the vanilla nut tap. Yeah. There's no doubt. Yeah. But, <laughs> but what 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 I don't. Wow, what, what but they should continue the the video because after he did that, Sauce pushes him. Yeah, they show it, and he kind of like. I think he was laughing. He cut. He, I totally agree. Mac was yeah. laughing. Yeah, Mac yeah. was laughing. Like, like, like snivelly. <laughs> yeah, like, like. He was, I totally agree with you, Fred. I, I think this whole thing's being blown out of proportion. I, I oh, think if it wasn't, no, his, I, I if don't it, agree anymore. If it, Why? If it wasn't his first offense, Paul, I, I think Fred, you know. Yeah. I mean, wow. Yeah. I'm looking at you, don't, but uh, saying Paul. Don't ever. Let me do, do that, that again. again. Sorry, Paul. Thanks. I think if it was his first offense, Fred, then I think everyone wouldn't be up in, up in arms. But since it's not his first offense and he's yeah. borderline going down the road of being a yeah. NFL Grayson Allen, that's why everyone is. Yeah, up it in is arms. He, he shouldn't get like fined or anything or suspended. No. But I mean, can we just be grown ups and say that he did it? I, like, absolutely. It, seeming, did. it seems like this, most of my colleagues refuse to A, admit that he did it, or B, you know, but what about, what about the, the, the pushing? Like, I. It's not that big a deal. I agree with you. It's maybe much ado about nothing. But he, I mean, you see, you see it on video. He did do, but I think he was like kind of kidding around with him because oh, he was oh, it's like he, I don't, I don't know how you can the family jewels. Yeah, I mean, he just, he just with the back of his hand, and and then he was laughing well, about let me, it. Let me put it this way: if you did that in this office right now, joking around or not. HR would have a problem. <laughs> Only if Paul went to them. Well, I, I would have a very different scenario. In, in fairness, if you tackle, <laughs> if you tackle, I wouldn't somebody. go to HR. 
I'll just say that. If someone did that to me, I wouldn't be going to HR. We want to start. Someone would probably then go to HR on me. <laughs> go time. We want to start talking about football again. I'll, I'll, I'll talk. Okay. And so t- we're not ready we- to do that yet. So you just hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll just leave the studio. I, I just don't really understand how you can say it's 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 a, like absolutely, you know, like nothing. It's a nothing. We it's also have like one more the thing. The fourth or fifth thing in three years. Yeah. yeah. It's nothing. We also it's have one nothing. more thing to talk about before we can talk about football. You know. So Evan, I hope you can bear with us. But you already no, know what this is. No, about. this is uh, it, this this whole thing oh. with Mac is just like no. I, I'm out. I don't well, think this is what we want to talk about. I don't think she wants to talk about. I think I know what she wants to talk about. This is not about Mac. Okay. This is about Taylor Swift and <laughs> Travis Kelsey. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to talk about that. I don't know how anyone hasn't come up with their little couple name yet. I don't know how you can go combine their two names. Fake trailer. Gosh. Trailer. No, I heard it was T squared. T squared. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I'm I'm just a little bit intrigued by Bill Belichick's response. This is the second response on Taylor Swift. He's obviously a Swifty. I mean, first he gives her you know props for being having grit and having mental toughness performing in the rain here at Gillette, and then he says this is the biggest catch of Travis Kelsey's career. It's incredible. Yeah. Cool. You know. No, listen. This is a day that we should she have. Stole, Alex here she on the stole show. the day. She did on, on a on a day where Miami scores seventy points. She's the headline. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. She was. I've never seen someone on a final score graphic that like didn't play in the game. Yeah, it's crazy. There you go. We need we need one of our players to go out with somebody famous. It's never happened before. Just well, the closest <laughs> is like Devon Godshaw. That was a very subtle no, line. Right? He's talking like about that. Giselle. I like that. You know. oh. Jules Jules had some models, right? Jules was dating models. Yeah, like Danny Amendola too. Yeah. Danny I think that well, those women were famous more. I mean, I probably wrong, but I I didn't really know of those women until they started dating like Gronk and Amendola oh, yeah. and Edelman. But yeah, well, good for Gronk. Giselle obviously God transcends Beyonce. all of that. Yeah, well, she's independently famous, right? Yeah. She's who? She's God Godshaw's Beyonce. She yeah, like is she? I don't know. She's like, she like, she she like internet famous. Yeah, like a model. She's, yeah. she's like internet famous, right? Yeah. Internet model? Like an Instagram like model? Giselle like a real is model. Like real model. Real model. Giselle Bunch is yeah. like worldwide. Like, oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. 95% of the people would know who that is. Yeah. All right. I, what's the, now we what's can, Devon Godshaw's? So that's the social minute. Beyonce's <laughs> name? Chanel. Like, I've never heard of her. Chanel, she's a model just like Giselle. She's just got one name? No, not just like Giselle. She's got one of those. Let's just start going by Deuce. So let's go around the table. She wears clothes. That's the last similarity. Let's go around the table. Was this a good win, a bad win, or just a win? That's a win. It's a win. And a win is a win, and you need it. And, you know, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, you can, we can get nitpicky, but it's a long season, and there's going to be plenty of time to, you know, dive into that stuff once they, they start playing good teams. You know, like Dallas, pretty good still. I mean, I think every game on from here on out is – it's good, but I just there's something about the Jets that like you just just win that game. I'm not going to get too caught up and concerned with it. I mean, there's certainly things we can we'll, we'll talk about and dissect, um, but you know, a win over yeah. the Jets, you need it. Tamara, good win, bad win, or neutral? Sorry, I have Alex Francisco who is currently not here, but she is here to say, and I'm speaking for her. Chanel is not an internet model; she is a real model. She was a Victoria's Secret angel. Uh-huh. So those are Alex's. So she's two internet cents. famous. I didn't say she's an internet model. I said she's internet famous. So those are Alex's two cents. And Victor- and we don't have Victoria's Secret proves my point. <laughs> it's not like well, that's a catalog. Yeah, catalog. You get the catalog. Exactly. It's not Do like Jet said. It. It's anymore? not Giselle level. Can we stop? What? <laughs> what? It's, she's not a Giselle supermodel. No. Okay. Few are. This was just a win. Correct. Just a win. A win. No, nothing crazy. They got it done. Good win, bad win, neutral. Oh, we're, we're going to talk about football now? I wasn't yeah. sure if we were done. Oh, with stop all it the other, with your holier-than-thou When did Brian Mori come back to the show? Yeah. 
I'm Sorry. just saying if we if we were talking about I didn't know we, I thought we were going to do two hours <laughs> no. on whether or not Mac sack tapped Sauce Gardner will be in on this no because evidently he didn't according to all the Patriots defenders I will say Evan would be all about this conversation if it was Josh Allen dating Taylor Swift no he loves Josh Allen I I, I do when it comes to Taylor Swift I like it has nothing to do with the Patriots so I honestly could care less and I could also care less about the Mac thing but good win or bad win I I I say. Uh, win i i mean i guess i I don't know uh mostly bad okay but i I think the big thing for me is what mike said like 119 left with two timeouts for the jets and you give the ball back like i I don't care if it's 45 40 or it's 15 to 10 like you you can't give the ball back to the jets you just can't and if they if they had knelt it out there if they had picked up a first down i would have said good win but Oh, just for that reason. Just for like th- closing literally it out. just for or that reason. Inability to close yeah. it yeah. out. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I am not saying bad. I'm saying just a just a win. But I agree with Evan's point. If they were able to run the clock out in the fourth quarter, then I would have called it a good win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I, I I think um I think there's still an element of all of us that thinks of this team from the last twenty plus years. And I, I, just, I look at it as a, as a win because I think the Jets are just as good as them. The only difference in the game Sunday was I, they had a guy who was not capable of quarterbacking a high school team. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it just it was just he was unable to do the simplest things that a quarterback needs to do. And that's why you won. Your defense dominated him. Yeah. They, they, they completely tortured him he yeah. was like except for that one drive he's completely yeah. broke and even that one drive was like run run run, yeah. run. like he yeah. didn't do anything he made like one play on third down he made yeah. one yeah. throw yeah and it should have been three because that was not pi in the end zone that put him at the one but whatever like he had yeah. one good one good drive in a game yeah. you know like that that's as bad a performance as I, that was like tyler palco bad when you start to talk about just this is what irks me about the end of the, of the game for the offense the most is I, I don't like I said I don't care if it's 15 to 10 or it's 45 to 10 or 45 40 right whatever five point game you want to put it at the bottom line is is that the defense carried them for 58 minutes of that game and they were a couple of inches a Randall Cobb yeah that was close hand yeah that a, was away close. from losing the game on a hail mary because your offense couldn't pick up one first down. That's all. And they didn't even come close. It was fourth and three. It wasn't even like, you know, a decision of, oh, like, you know, it's inches. Like, should we go for it? No, it wasn't even close. And so they had to punt from the 39-yard line, which netted like 17 yards of field position or something like that. And they were this close. to. And if I'm the defense, I am. I'm starting to be like, you guys can't even ice it for us. Like, we, we literally did everything else for you. We even scored. Right. In in the second half, I think the Jets blanked the offense, right? Uh, well, they got a punt. They got a field goal the first field possession. Field goal on the first oh, okay. drive. It was, yeah. it was six punts, I believe, to end the game. Yeah. And I think they had, like, maybe three total first downs in the fourth quarter. Total? I mean, none in the last two drives. They weren't able to get any. And that's – yeah, that's what, what sticks out, you know. And it's that's the stuff that they just – they have to be better at. They got a good – you know, a good start. They went down the field both the first and second half. They got field goal drives. All right, we'll take baby steps, but you know that inability down the stretch, and it's you know why should we have that hope yet that Matt can yeah. lead a comeback if they can't even close and, a and game? And you know the Farrow Brown touchdown was great to see, but the fact that he's the only guy to to get the touchdown in the game, yeah, 
it tells you what's going on with this offense mm-hmm. right there. That well, they were. Yeah. I mean, no they red have, zone. I mean, were they in the red zone at all? No, they, no, they never. They made got it to, to the, the red twenty. Zone. They got but two technically to twenty. No. But you know, it's 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 also just. I mean, we talked about the video we were doing. You know, and just how spread around it is. Like he goes to Juju on both of those last third downs on those on those final two possessions. That it just like. And I know Mike Giardi, I believe, asked Bill Bill O'Brien about it. You know, not on the same page. Like. Are we it forcing it to him? It just Why? doesn't look right whenever no. he's involved. And we've had guys in Going the past the like way. that. Um, it just doesn't look right. And nope. I don't know if it's him, if it's Mac, if it's a combination of both, if it's just a lack of speed on Juju's part, but it just doesn't look Juju, right. Do you think maybe he's wearing seven and they think it's 17? <laughs> probably. Yeah. That's probably. <laughs> it it just, like, we can't throw it to that guy. Yeah, uh, it just doesn't <laughs> look right. So this is probably more of like an Evan question, I guess. But for me, it's like why on the first down plays, like, both I feel like the first and second down plays are always runs and they're always terrible. And then it's like third and nine and they can't get it. It's like I feel like the first play specifically always a run and it always goes nowhere. Well, I, I mean, you have to. I think this team has to run the ball. And I think they know that. Like they, their passing game isn't good enough to do what they did in the first two weeks and be so pass heavy. So they tried to establish the run in this game, and I did think they ran the ball pretty well. Um, how many plays under center? Twenty-seven. So a big, big yeah, jump on that. Big, big increase. Uh, he threw five play action passes from under center. He only threw one in the first two weeks of the season. So they made an emphasis. They ran that thirteen package. They had Farrell Brown at fullback. Like they. They made some tweaks to the running game from this week for, compared to last week to move the ball on the ground, for sure. I yeah. have a question on that, and you guys I know because you, you, you watch the stuff. The three tight end that you just talked about, yeah. They how many? Like, it was like 16. Eight? So they had 16 plays like that. Yeah. Now, how many had they run before the touchdown? They ran six, uh, seven. Okay. Seven, and they ran all, all, every, all seven times. Right. So yeah. what I'm wondering six is – Six or seven. That clearly was a setup, yep. you know, yep. and is it a change? Like, you know, in other words, are they right. like, no, oh, you, can we expect no, to you, see? You used it once. Yeah. And yeah. My guess is that was, you know, they set up something. They used some three tight end a little bit against Miami. Yep. And now they obviously brought it out much more in this game to set, you know, what happened up. And it worked. It won you a game. Yeah. Because you could make an argument without that play, you don't win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they, they, they were inside the 30 once all, all day. I mean, even the Jets got inside the 30. I mean, the Jets, like, when you look at, like, the explosive plays, like, the Jets have more big plays than the Patriots did. You know, like, the Patriots had that one big play to Farrow, and then guess what? 18 yards again, that was their top play. I mean, that seems like their ceiling for conventional offense. That's as big of a yeah. play as now, they can Now, there get were times, yards. I thought that, you know, in, in spurts, and Mike did a really good job in the postgame show sort of highlighting some of the third down throws that Mac made in the first half. Yeah. I thought they that, were six of 10 on third down yeah. in the first half. And yeah. then they just went completely in the toilet. This was basically the opposite of the first two games yeah. where yeah. they started really slow in the first two games and then sort of picked it up when it was, you know, when they were down two scores, this game, they got off to a better start <clears throat> offensively. It just didn't translate. Do you think to the as Patriots um, up until the end, they kind of had a two score game. It was 10 points. Mm-hmm. Do you think they got really conservative in the second half? I wish I could say that, but yeah. no. Mm-hmm. I think that they – matter of fact, I thought they threw the ball in some situations where I wouldn't have. Yeah. And one of them was one of the best throws that Mac made. On third and 15 from, like, inside their 10 or, yeah, or 15, to Parker, he yeah. had the, the rub route to Parker on the out, and he put it right on him. I mean, perfect throw. 
Yeah. I would have run there and punted because I'm telling you, I, I you could be still playing right now. The Jets wouldn't score. Yeah. The only way the Jets were going to score is if that deflection goes <laughs> off a shoulder and right. But that, I think that that's the part that frustrates me. Like that fluky stuff does happen. Like we've oh, seen I know. it. Oh yeah. I, and the I, Miami miracle happened yeah. against the Patriots. So like, yep. trust me, I've lived it. We've all lived it. And whether it's like a lateral play or it's Garrett Wilson sneaks behind the defense one time and it's just one throw from Zach Wilson that gets well, you. But he would have checked it down to Ty Conklin, <laughs> yeah. you know. But for, I, I, for, I think for a fourth you know, and one. There's a lot of, of stats going around about the deep passing with Mac Jones, which I definitely think is is an issue. Uh, but to me, the root cause of it is man coverage. Like they are once again terrible against man coverage. And when you play these teams like the Jets that have Sauce and DJ Reed and they can man up against you, you know, some teams are afraid to do that with their corners. They don't have the talent on the outside, regardless of who they're playing, to play a ton of man. Uh, But the Jets played a ton of man on third down and basically just dared the Patriots to beat them down the field on -on one-on-one. So when people are saying, well, why are they they throwing it to Juju on those third downs? And people are, you know, asking me in, you know, several different areas. It's, well, the reason is, is because that's where the defense wants them to throw the ball. Like right. the ball is being funneled to Juju in those spots and those one-on-ones and Mac is taking the one-on-one and he's trying to see if his guy can make a play. Do I, do I love that? It's 20 yards down the field. No, but the bottom line is, is that's what's open. Like that was what was available to them. So they can't beat man coverage. He's 27th in the league and in, in completion rate. He's dead last in EPA against man coverage. They have, but besides Pop Douglas, they really don't have any man separators, and he's a rookie that's still learning, you know, and still uh, has to button up some of the details. You and can things see like some that. of those things as to why maybe, you know. And again, these are anecdotal; like you don't know what the play call is, but it does look like there are times that he's involved in plays where I'm not sure that looked right. Mm-hmm. You know, like that yeah. one that he got behind. I'm not sure he was supposed to be behind. I'm, I I don't know exactly what happened there, but I, I, I don't, asked, I don't um, think that was a terrible throw by Mac. Yeah, I asked Ross Douglas about it today because he's probably usually pretty candid about you know what if the routes were correct, and he just said uh, that they you know need to get the guys on the same page. Okay. and so maybe so maybe he was right and Mac yeah. Mac was wrong. I mean, when I watch that play back, I, the right tackle gets beat. Right, Vidarian Lowe gets beat by a spin move by Jermaine Johnson and. And Douglas is behind the defense. He's yeah, three I, or four I, yards behind the defense. I thought that defense. had a chance. Yeah. And I think it's a touchdown if, if the protection is clean, but Mac just – So maybe know, it was just a bad foot. throw. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I, that's the bottom line is they, they can't beat man coverage. Again, for like, like I the even fourth thought, straight year. Like they had a, a really nice third down conversion. The one – I think it was – did Douglas just get one ball in this game? Um, yeah. There was a really nice third down conversion. Mm-hmm. It was the play yeah. before the long touchdown. Yeah, third and five. Right, yeah. and that was like a maybe a fifteen yard out to Douglas. A nice, yep. li- nice little uh, like yep. sort of pillowy throw. Yeah, <laughs> the, nice. Yeah, Soft nice, nice touch on the throw. Yep. Uh, and then Douglas caught it and kind of like flipped fell over, fell down, yeah. and did a flip back. Like it just didn't look like it just doesn't look right yet. So I wonder if he's thinking a lot about what he's doing mm-hmm. and trying, you know, and that's yeah. why it's been a little bit slower than maybe we're all yeah. hoping for. I would like them to. T- the throw that he fumbled on against Miami, like that, those types of routes, I'd like to see yeah, no thinking. him running more of those types of routes underneath the defense because the vertical plays take a lot of, of chemistry, timing, understanding yeah. of coverage. Whereas if you just ask him to get open on a whip route or a slant or something like He's that, not reading it. Yeah, yeah. Just, just get open, right? Like that's, that's the bottom line. And then he can catch and run with it. And he is an explosive ball carrier and you see it on sometimes on the punt returns and things like that. But they need somebody, you know, everybody again, like why are they throwing deep to Juju on third and three? 
they need somebody that's going to get four yards there. Like they don't, they, it's and not like Michael they Cotter to, is covering him. Yeah. Like you're not throwing it at sauce. You're not throwing it at, right. at Reed. Like you're, you're looking for the matchup that yeah. you, you like. And there. they just don't have anybody right now that can get open quickly off the line of scrimmage and create those. You know, it's, there's no back, there's no but, slot receiver. This is when I so. really miss Jacoby. It's like, I hate crying over spilled milk, but like, well, he's proving oh. every week almost that he's the better at this point in his career, better player than Juju. But, mm-hmm. yep. um, you know, when you talk about one-on-one, if, if, if the quarterback has confidence, right, and can anticipate the route and he's got a clear p- passing lane, he should be able to beat one-on-one. Like, you know, just call a dig route. Call, you know, something where it's all about timing. Mac, I don't care who it is. You, you should at times be able to beat one-on-one. Um, but I don't think he's got the confidence, you know, on I mean, with I, his receivers. I, I mean, I saw a few throws that he was really, I mean, almost scarily. So yeah, he had some tight windows. in there real tight. Oh, he had you some know? good throws. Yeah. I'm not. I'm just yeah. saying that some got deflected and some made it. Like yeah. there was one to Bourne that I don't know how he got it. In. Oh yeah, it was, yeah. It was like great throw. Yeah, a hair. But if if you can anticipate, you know, guys, you know, the guy's going to do a dig route and the ball's in the air, you know, as he's making his dig. So when he turns, there it is. It's almost impossible to cover that if you're a defender. Yeah, you know. And I think that's what like the hope is is that. And I think kind of what Evan was getting at when you know he wrote his his film review was that you know maybe they can get to that point where we're all on the same page and Max throwing with anticipation and it offsets some of their you know lack of explosive separation ability. Um, You know, I just I I just I find it interesting again to like just how many different guys he's throwing on and it's it's it's. You know, on one hand, it's like, well, it's good. He's not locked in on somebody. I mean, I do think he gets a little locked in on Hunter Henry, and, and rightly so. But, you know, I just I want to see it come to f- out, like, who are the best guys? Who are the guys that he trusts? Who are the personnel when we got to have it that we're rolling with? And I think that was, like, part of the problem I had with the end of the game where it was third and one, you know, the third downs, the two to, to Juju. It's like you're going to everybody, and it's like those are the plays. Got to have it. Those are when you go to your – like. Why are we going to Juju? You know, like, like, why now? I like why not go to Hunter? On yeah, that. no, I, do. I, I, I do too. But it's like we, we were both lockstep. You know, yeah. like Juju in those spots, the guy yeah. to have it spots is Juju. But so I, credit I think to Evans, the Jets, I guess. Yeah, they're I playing think a Evan, ton Evan's of description um, of that yeah. is it makes sense. They're playing a ton of one robber, so they're you know had the robber coverage and they're just packing the middle of the field. Yeah. And they you know the in cuts and stuff like that to Hunter Henry are just not going to be there. And it's just funneling the ball outside the numbers. And that's just been the story about this team for four years now is like, that's, that's how you play the Patriots on third down is you play press man and you just force the ball outside the numbers and they're not going to beat you out there, whether that's rooted in receiver play, quarterback play, relying play, like whatever, it's probably all of the above. But I, I did try to like be a little bit positive. I did. Uh, and after further review where I said, you can look at it two ways. You can either say like Fred, Fred's point, there, there are open guys like, you know, maybe not wide open, but there are opportunities to make plays down the field. So either he's going to start hitting on a couple of those a game as the timing and the rhythm of the offense improves, or you can be pessimistic, which is probably more where I'm at and say, they're just not good enough. Like they're not good enough to hit those plays. And we have 14 weeks to find out, right? Like at some going to hit some of them and they're not yeah. going to go the whole year without hitting any of these big big plays down no, and, I mean, and that's what the thing with mac like it's the, you know i mean he that you know throw to, to uh parker on the sideline you know like those are the throws that you would think like all right well that that's what they're trying to force him to do and that's what he's doing but it's just not consistent enough you know and they can't and that was also against off coverage right like if you 
when they play against yeah. zone or they play against off man, like they, they can make those types of throws. The problem is, is can the receiver get off the line of scrimmage, make a move to get open at the top of the route against bump and run press man. Like they don't have anybody that does that consistently. And it just puts them in a, in a real tough spot where they are throwing back shoulders or like contested fades. And like, that's yeah. what is available to them right now because the guys aren't getting open. I have a, uh, a minor nit to pick ready yeah um not really related to all of this stuff but um so the last drive like you need a first down to end Mm -hmm. the game i think you got a couple of yards on first down from zeke um and you run in a little end around to demario douglas that was the second to last drive but yeah oh that was i thought it was the last drive no um okay so the second to last drive where you know they're you know doing a little fake action they're flipping it back so this is the guy who was so bad with his ball security <laughs> a week earlier. Now, the only way we can lose this game, and I'm, and I'm telling you honestly, the only way you can lose this game is if we turn it over. Mm-hmm. And that's when we're going to try to do this. I actually like the call. I, 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 I would like it if you weren't so afraid of the guy being able to hold yeah, on to the ball. No, that's a fair point. I like, I, uh, I like the idea of Douglas yeah. being involved. But you have told me. You have told me um, for a week yeah. that that guy wasn't worthy of being able to be relied upon, and you... It's a new week. And, and you doubled down on it earlier in the game <laughs> because he double-clutched a fair catch, and you had to take him away from punt returns, right? And now the game is on the line with a wet ball, and we're going to flip it back to the guy who you don't think can hold on to the ball. I thought that was weird. I thought that was weird. Like, under normal circumstances, I don't mind trying to run unconventionally and see if you can catch him. You get the end. He's fast. Cheap cheap first down. Ends the game. I have no problem with the call. Yeah. I just thought it was strange given the events of the week. On defense, uh, with the run game, who stood out in your mind? Uh, I mean, I think the early, just, you know, the early three, four packages they opened with where they put Jennings and Roberts and Keon White. It was just, you know, it was, it was Jennings. Almost, yeah, Jennings. I mean, he had you know two plays, but that's like what he looked like in the preseason. You know, yeah. he's, he's he's just he's got some some little shake to him now that he's able to to defeat kind blocks of a tone and get into, setter. You know, with like, some energy for sure. Uh, yeah, like I, the first play of the game, he's like in the backfield dropping guys. Like I, I know, like Mike said, he, it wasn't like he played seventy eight snaps. You know, but like I just thought right off the go, he, he had, set the yeah, tone. You're not running three, today. Four or five tackles. I mean, I thought Keon White. After watching him again, you know, it's like there's just little glimpses where Jesus, he's like Be- a best game handful. for Peppers in a while. Uh, Peppers made one particular play yeah. that was special on that. Um, Where he shed the block. And yeah. Yeah, made yeah. the play in the, the open screen, field. I think it was like Carter. Alligator yeah. tie, like, it gave him like, yeah. the you alligator know, roll. It ended up being like a five-yard gain instead of what probably would have been a 10-yard gain in a yeah. first down. And, you know, with the Jets, that makes all the difference in the world because they can't convert. Yeah. yeah. Good punt return, too. I mean, he's, you know, he's a, he's a talented guy. Yeah, I yeah. think he had Easy. a pretty good game. Uh, Godshaw, not He did Godshaw, play well. Peppers played uh, well Aquale in Aquale out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like yeah, we he's probably out. should get to that. It sounds yeah. like he's going to be out uh, for the season with the, the torn biceps. And I think I saw Bedard say, "Sounds like Godshaw, maybe not this week, but not a long-term thing." Was was what he was insinuating? So okay, I not mean, as not as bad as it looked. Yeah, I mean, they t- just they just don't have any depth. I mean, you know, I don't. It's not like you know, oh, these are star players, but you know, they're rotational players that play big roles and significant steps for them. And you know, I 
you know, I know, you know, Paul suggested we'll just throw Lawrence Guy in there. I mean, it's, but you know, it's trickle down effect. And I, I mean, I, if my, you're my missing Godshaw, then you probably make a call to somebody. Go get Carl Davis. Go pull Carl Davis off the Seahawks. But I mean, I will say, I, I mean, I don't want to, no, no offense to Daniel Quale, but I mean, it's a little bit like, all right, well, that might be Keon now that gets yeah, kind of like those I, I think Quale is a is a good interior sub rusher, and he does. I think he does a good job at that. I, you know, I I think it's a, a a loss, but that's not Carl Davis. Carl Davis is gotcha if he can't yep, play. Right. Um, and you know who knows? Maybe he's he's in Seattle now. Maybe he doesn't want to come back. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I you know I or remember maybe they don't want him anymore. Well, I remember his post when he got when he. Um, he got let go and he was he put it all on himself he's like listen i didn't bring it i didn't yeah. play well and i didn't have the intensity that i needed during training camp and blah 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 blah, blah. i don't have any names off the top of my head but a guy like a quale i feel like they're they're out there because they're not you know overly big size guys they're get off you know defensive tackle more you know in that old four three kind of inside guys but so i, I like they could I think, probably find somebody. i think you're right though keon white is probably going to be poised for you know more yeah. snaps because he hasn't played a lot yeah and and along those lines too i think um you know, Barmore was good in this game. I know I was hard on him last week, but but he was really good. So that was, you know, good to see. But you wonder what his role is going to be without Godshaw in there now. Is he going to, you know, are they going to have to rely on him more, maybe put him more in run defense, which I still don't think is his forte. But yeah. How worried are we about the kicking operation? Um, ah, Joe Cardone will get it right. I think he'll be okay. We might get a 10-minute answer from Bill on long snapper and the elements. Yeah. But. Yeah. I, I thought, uh, you know, we're going on. How many years has Salah been there? Like two or three at this point with the Jets. I think it's his third, yeah. Uh, he, they have never put together a good offensive game plan against the Patriots. Never. And I find it hilarious. Like, yeah, that's what. Like, I feel, like, but cool. that's what scares me about defensive-minded coaches. You yeah. want to mm-hmm. keep running the ball at the Patriots' defense that are playing three-four, that have Jawan Bentley and Jelani Tavai and all these big backers on the field, and you want to run it right up the middle, like. Go ahead. Yeah. Like, keep do you, doing it, Jets. Do you, do, you like, think, do you think that was, like, their way of trying to play conservative so that there were no turnovers in the game as they finished the game? With of course, they, they like, they wanted to run the ball. But they needed to be able to run the ball in this mm-hmm. game to have a chance. And the, the Dolphins ran the ball beautifully against the Patriots. If you're playing the Patriots, you run sideline to sideline. You try to get those big guys moving sideline to sideline, and you hit the runs on the perimeter. Like running like up the gut against New England is just asking for for trouble. Like I'm, that's, that's. I'm wondering a, if it had to do with the, their last minute hit to the offensive line, though. I even more reason to pitch it outside. Yeah. Like you know, like like you if you're playing the Patriots. And you, you you are smashing your head against a brick wall if you're trying to run it up the middle. Like that's exactly where, where their strength of their defense is. Like you have guys like Godshaw, Lawrence Guy, Dietrich Wise, Bentley, Tavai, Jennings. Like all these guys are out on the field exactly to stop the run, and they're just the run first it. play. They were all out there. Yeah, <laughs> it was unbelievable. Yeah, and they're just Throw running it right in into yeah. the teeth of the defense, and I like. Like I, I said in after further review, like on second thought, like keep doing it. Like you know, if that's what you, you think you're going to beat this team, then keep doing it. It's like where are the little checkdowns to the backs? Because I feel like those are always the Patriots' like kryptonite. Right. You know, like so they thi- so this they is take where a deep check it down, and that guy picks up six. You know, and they just right like Bills do that all the this time. This is where I'm defensive of of Salah a little bit in this regard, and I Evan saying yeah, run the ball all you want. You want to run it forty times, run it. Just don't run it like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't run it between the guards. They weren't <laughs> even running it between the tackles. They were running it like right up the gut um that guy can't play he's broken he can't he yeah. like 
I I watched some of the some of the uh, plays again. I've seen some of the you know the armchair quarterbacks posting stuff. Um, I saw a play, like they come out after run, run, run. They finally they get decent field position. They come out on first down and throw. The guy's wide open for a little little easy yeah. little throw would have been you know like a yeah. seven yard throw and then who knows maybe you get yards after the catch. He takes a twelve yard sack on first <laughs> down. When there's not really even any pressure, like he created more pressure in that game by turning his like turning his eyes away from the the, the receivers and just not seeing anything. He can't play. He was fighting. It's for malpractice his life. what they're doing to that team. Yeah. And you think it's bad now? Wait till about three weeks from now. I think Paul, to your point, it's like every time they got off the field, it was a different person. All trying, all yep. trying to pick him up. Like, yep. hey, hey, hey. And finally, at the end of the game, it was like, we suck. <laughs> what are we doing? You know, and, and like, you know, the, the Michael Carter, the running back, not the cornerback, is mm-hmm. is arguing with like the tight ends yeah. coach. And like, the, yeah. like, and I get it. Like, Garrett Wilson was like clearly trying to say, hey, Evan, we can do this, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, just mm-hmm. stay with it. Stay with it. We could do it. You could see every single possession. They were trying to coax this guy, Lazard and Cobb, like talking to him. And nothing changed. Yeah, nothing. He, he refused to just see the completions that were right there for him. Yeah, he can't see the field at all. And I'm not telling you they would have had a big offensive day. They wouldn't have because the Patriots' defense was giving that those throws underneath. Like, I'm not telling you the Jets would have had 30 points if Zach Wilson just took the checkdowns. But you're not going to be, like, going nowhere the whole game yeah. the way they were. You would have yeah. had some first downs and a little bit of back and forth. I just yeah. have to think that I know that there's some reports out there that, like, Matt Ryan called them and said that he would be interested. Carson, Carson Wentz. Wentz. No, I think Ryan said he's not interested. Oh, no, I think the reports were that he was. Oh, I, I, I thought I saw that he I, wasn't. I read that he has had no interest in coming back to play for Oh, uh, okay. I, I don't know. I, 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 you I, know I, maybe it's wrong. Like, there's been a couple of – Went, Wentz was another one reports. mentioned that yeah, he just reached out. Yeah, these like veteran like Wentz is. I would not go the Wentz route because I think he's as broken as Zach Wilson is. But these veteran quarterbacks that might not be at the peak of their powers anymore in terms of the the traits, you know, the arm strength and stuff like that. They're at least going to make good decisions with the ball and get the ball out. Right, Case and, Keenum. Yeah, anything, like, to me, would, Case Keenum makes too much sense. Anything yeah. would be better. So anything. I heard one thrown out to me today that. Uh, I thought was really good and really interesting, oh, and oh, I don't think oh, it's completely oh, dumb. Oh. Our buddy Mike Reese, blogger Mike, um, Minnesota, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, uh-huh. a give trade. Him, give him a second-round pick for Kirk Cousins. Now, I don't think the Jets would do it because of the money. Mm. Like, how much money are you going to pay quarterbacks? Um, and that's cash money, not cap money, before you start with your snark. <laughs> um, you. Like, why not? Minnesota's 0-3. Cousins' deal is up at the end of the year. You're probably not going to re-sign him. That's good. Like, I didn't. I never even gave it a thought. Never even gave it a thought. But if he were their quarterback, they would be a playoff contender. I'm not telling you a Super Bowl contender, but they would be a contender for the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just think. Like it. I but think, now it's, I, like, I, kind I, of too late. I think yeah. Minnesota would have to wait at least a couple more games before they would do that. And then – by that time, you expect him to come in, learn your offense. Yeah, well, you'd have to do it now. It, it's just like you can't too, wait. it's too much money for you're not going to get the results that you're hoping for, I don't think. No. Yeah, see, I would do it. Does uh, he have any experience with that system money. at all? Yeah, so Nerve Turner's system is pretty similar to yeah. what they run. Yeah, I, I just think that if you if you did it right now, if you made that deal today, 
he can't play Sunday for you, but he could probably play next Sunday for you, I and mean, then you have a chance. I mean, how can he not at, be better than at Zach one in, at one and three? It ain't over. Yeah. I know, but are, are you expecting the Vikings to tell their fans zero oh, and three? We're giving I, up. I'm yeah. thinking the Vikings are going to want to save the money. Yeah. That's how I'm thinking the, the yeah. Vikings. The Vikings aren't going anywhere. They They're zero and three. Jefferson and I feel like. If it was a must-win for the Patriots to avoid 0-3, it's a must-win for them. I'm just a little bit shocked that the Jets didn't do this sooner. It's like after this happened to Aaron Rodgers in that opener, it's like I would have been on the phone immediately because by Correct. now they could have had a guy ready to go. Correct. You, ha- you, you would have a guy that you could have acquired after that Monday night game who would be ready. If he wasn't ready to play Sunday, he'd definitely be ready to play this week and you'd have him up to speed now i i I, listen yeah it's not like you're going to acquire tom brady in his prime Mm -hmm. okay but i do think (laughs) i do think you could get a guy like case keenum who would come in and know exactly what you want out of him and he's not a world beater but he's not going to go out there and do that yeah and with that team that was the worst quarterback performance i've seen since the last time yeah. the Patriots played him here when he had the previous worst yeah. quarterback yeah. performance ever. Yeah. And, and last year a, was worse. Even a modicum of success on offense is going to make that defense even better exactly. than it is. Like, exactly. as bad as he was in the first game last year when he threw all the picks with stupid decisions, at least he made a lot of plays in that game. Mm-hmm. He did. The last two times they played, he's made no plays. None. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. Uh, you're sitting there and like Garrett Wilson is this all-world receiver, and you just really feel for him because – you know, he said after the game that he put in all this work in the off season, you know, to get ready for the year and he's ready to go and he feels like he's, you know, ready to dominate, but it just, the rest of it's just not there for him. And it's like, so, you know, we have a quarterback that I doesn't have a number Paul's one receiver on fantasy team and he has, me. they have a number one receiver that doesn't have a quarterback. Yeah, and right. it's like, if we just like switch locker rooms real quick, <laughs> like would anybody notice that Garrett Wilson Trace just walked Wilson. over to the Patriots? We'll give him juju. I, I, yeah. we'll make it fair. <laughs> I read the transcript of that. And then it was, you know, we said all this stuff like, I just, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to stay ready. And they're like, well, what about, you know, is it, how do you feel about Zach? And it was like, oh yeah, that's my dog. I'm like, oh boy. Like they're all I, trying to just based like, on what I saw the on the sidelines. See, last year I thought there were a lot of signs that they don't really even like this kid. Yeah. You know, well, based on what I the saw, based on much. what I saw on Sunday, it, you know, reading between the lines, I would say that Zach Wilson probably did a lot in the off season and in the, in the summer to restore his relationship because they were yeah, like, they're, and they're seeing they were really now. treating him with yeah. kid gloves. Yeah. They were really trying, yeah. I thought. Like, they kept showing, like, Fred, I don't know how much you saw, like, at the broadcast. After every one of these series, they were showing the Jets silent because I think they were they were waiting. Yeah. When's the explosion coming? And, like, every time, it wasn't really yelling. It was, like, come on. Come on. We can do it. You can come do on, it, kid. We, we got this. We got it. We can, we can still do this. I just can't. And like, they just weren't even close. Solid just coming to the podium twice now since the game, Monday oh, morning or Monday Sama afternoon. Sounds like a and, and, and Sunday after the game and just saying that he gives us the best chance to win. And, like, I get that until they get another quarterback yeah. in, they have to right. save I these agree. Balls, Over Tim Boyle, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, he probably does. I, I just can't. Say about I can't Boyle. imagine how you look the other 52 guys in the face in that locker room and say, like, we're not going to do anything as an organization to upgrade the quarterback position and we're going to just go down with, with Zach Wilson because that team with Zach Wilson, I, I don't know how many games they're going to win. I mean, point blank. I don't I don't see them beating anybody with him playing in, unless that they uh, change the way they're doing it and live with some mistakes. If you let If you make them play like that, he can't he, – he's not good enough. No. He's not good enough to play without sort of letting it rip a little bit. And then he's not good enough to avoid mistakes. So you're screwed either way. 
Yeah, there were some stretches in his his rookie season, like t- a two game stretch. And I, I act like it was like a whole year, but like I think it was like two or three games where he was just letting it rip, and he made some really good throws off structure. You know, like outside the pocket against Tennessee, they beat Tennessee in Tennessee. I think his rookie season, they upset them. Oh, I remember that. And yeah. uh, he made some really good down the field throws, and uh, you know, you just wonder like maybe he is just kind of a loose cannon and like trying to put, you know, training wheels on him and trying to, to strap him down might not be the best thing for them. Because like at this point, like who cares? Like that's what I was thinking on Sunday. It was like, just, just chuck one up to Garrett Wilson at some point. Like who can't cares? believe they didn't try. Well, that, I, how right. many times did I say it? Like, that was what scared me when the game was that close and it was coming down to the end and you're they, looking at the score and you're like, how is it? this? And you are just waiting for that who one. Who cares Zach about the Jets? <laughs> uh, Brett in Austin, Texas says, I thought Fred would be much happier with the implosion of the Jets as he hoped for. <laughs> Is he just feeling bad for them? Hell no. I don't feel bad for them. You know? They get what they deserve. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I think Fred was looking for Aaron Rodgers to just not work. Yeah. That you kind know, of implosion. Like it's, it, it, I mean, even a Fred caliber hater of the Jets would say, well, their quarterback played four plays. So yeah. Trevor Simeon. Signing with the Jets. Then not, there I, it is. That's, there not, that, that's not. Then no, that's do not it. good enough. <laughs> no, that's not it. Uh, it might have been good enough on Sunday. Yeah. but it's funny but it's because that literally just broke <laughs> as we were having this conversation. Who yeah. who is their backup right now? Tim, Tim Boyle. Boyle. I know. I know. See, that's who is he? that's the other thing is they. In, in, mm. uh, you're right, Fred. We can get off the Jets here, but like they should have. I I think I understand why they had to keep Wilson, but they should have brought someone in for a bet. There were a lot of veterans that changed teams that they could have signed. Yep. All right, 855-PATS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline web radio at Patriots.com. It's the email address. One and two Patriots heading to Dallas. Dallas had a bad loss to the Cardinals, who we thought were giving up on the season before it even started, but I guess not. not. They've been playing tough. Uh, Sean's in Vancouver. What's up, Sean? I have a rant on that hey, later, Fred, too, I have please. a few things. <laughs> yeah. So on the broadcast uh, uh, during the Patriots' first drive, the graphic for the starting offensive line, for some reason, I don't know why it said Calvin Anderson was at right tackle. Because I, I don't the, think that Anderson was what it said on the played flip more than a couple snaps. It was, he didn't it was, play. Yeah, I don't know why they put that. Well, I think he did. Because that was the, the game one. That was the offensive <laughs> alignment that they had on the flip card. So that you only go by the yeah, information they have. But yes, Darian Lowe game. played right tackle for the, for the whole game. Yeah. yeah, the whole game. Yeah, crazy. Um, no, I, I agree. I agree with you, uh, Fred, as well about about this particular game that it's a win and that's what it is and I, I think it's what you were saying paul like people have these crazy expectations of what it was five or six years ago and it's that's not what this team is it's, it's a middling team and like you're saying like there's toss-up games this was a toss-up game there's if i'm looking at it i, I i'm gonna say there's five games coming up that i'm gonna pencil in as a loss where the others are tossed up so if everything went the way I think it will go, which it won't, but I would say, you know, they, they could win 10 games. And it doesn't mean they're a great team. It doesn't mean they're, they're, they're a terrible team. They're somewhere in the middle. And, and that's what, it, that's what that, that is. But one thing, one thing about Wilson though, uh, that I did find a little better. And yeah, he's awful, but from last year, he wasn't, he was making the mistakes where they were getting in pressure and he'd throw interceptions. At least this, this game, he threw it away. He didn't, he threw it out of bounds or, yeah. I don't know which one's better. Yeah, I disagree. I thought he created a lot of the pressure that that he faced. They were all over him because he just kept drifting out of the pocket. Mm, Yeah, the the last two games that they've played him, instead of being a turnover machine, he's been gun shy. And I I just I don't know which one is better. Uh, 
like you said, it just invites pressure to just right. sit there and right. hold if the ball. If I were the Jets, the I would much rather the 22-17 to 17 loss in the first game last year than the last two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because at least you had a puncher's chance. Yeah. Thanks, Sean. Let's go to Todd in North Carolina. Hey, Todd. Hey, I found it a little bit disconcerting, Paul's comment about Todd, that if they had, you know, say somebody like Minshew, there's a good chance they could have won that game. And I just – I feel like I – said in the when i called in previous i thought mac was doing all that he possibly can so i don't know i I, i'm curious what is the issue is it a mac issue is it a coaching issue is it a the way the offense is constructed issue is it a lack of specific players like or is it all of it well i i I think they're going through this transition like there was one play i think mac was setting up for a screen he he takes Mm -hmm. a snap and his feet were all over the place because he was just expecting you know, all kinds of pressure. And I think the line played pretty well uh, on Sunday, especially in, in pass coverage. I think it was, I think the line was better than it has been. But, but I, I don't think, think Mac – I think Bill nailed Mac's it. Mac's not trusting it yet. He's not trusting I it I disagree yet. with your assessments of the line. Yeah, I think Bill nailed it. You don't it. think you, it played well? Well, no. you only throw 29 times. You're not going to get sacked very much. Okay. But like, I, that's the difference. You throw 54 I, times, you get sacked I mean, two he or three got times. Hit, he got hit a lot, Mac did. But they need to release Mac like they. You guys said that they needed to release Wilson. Take the risk because he, if he if he doesn't at least try to feast, he's just total famine. Well, he's going to be but he's, a disaster. I mean, he's like leading like, the league in deep shot attempts. You know, really like, I'm just confused. I don't know Mac how more involved. Wilson, yeah. I'm confused. Like, what are we? So they're supposed Thanks to cut. Matt, like I, I but he's talking about Zach Wilson there. Oh, at the end. oh I, I thought he was talking about Matt. He said Wilson. Oh, yeah, he uh, said Wilson. Uh, anyways, the uh, the offensive line, I I do not think played well in this game. No? in pass protection. This is the highest pressure rate that Max ever faced in a game. Well, it's, you're all, it's in his the career. Jets, though. I mean, you you knew they were going to pressure. But the Jets are a good it's, defensive front, uh, but yeah. they're not necessarily a ferocious pass rushing unit. They, but but they cause pressure. They're, yes, they're, and I think they did. They're a strong. Defensive front, they're right. gonna they're gonna win a lot of one on one. I, I right. thought that uh, Trent Brown was absolutely phenomenal. One of the best game I've ever seen him play. Absolutely f- funny how that works. Absolutely After phenomenal. Uh, like <laughs> the number one star of the game for me by a long shot was Trent Brown. And I've seen other people echo that. I don't. I uh, and then I'm gonna hit, I'm gonna play the other side of the fence and say I I have real worries about Cole Strange yep. and if he can play in this. But league. like I'm watching a lot of the All 22. Strong statement. You know uh, Brian Baldinger and all those guys and they're showing some really good blocking, especially when Zeke was running the ball. Run blocking is different. You know? Run blocking I thought they did better this yeah. week. They started moving the line of scrimmage a little bit, which is good to see. Double teams were working. Uh, Cole Strange is a big, big problem for them at left guard. Antonio Maffi's not much better. I think he's probably worse. And uh, right tackle, Vidarian Lowe. Uh, don't want to bash him because, like, he's in that spot for no reason. Like, I, I, it's not his fault that he's playing. Um, or, you know, being asked to, to go up against John Franklin Myers and, and Bryce Huff one-on-one. Um, but I think the... Some of the things that I've seen out there that, that oh, he only gave up one quarterback hit and he played. No, no, stop. He I, gave up eight pressures I just, in this game. I feel bad. That's that, a lot. I feel that a high bad that Clem is tasked with 
turning a mess into a masterpiece in in the sense of like yeah. one bad drafts, two bad be, free agency. It but be then a mess. also, oh, yeah. I know, but it is a mess. Yeah. It's the same four guys who played last year. Like, You're just replacing a win. But I think the injuries too, with those guys being in and out, it's like without having these guys out there consistently, it's like how do you yeah. find cohesion? That, and that's what I was kind of like holding my breath for. But I just, I mean, Cole Strange looks exactly the same as he did as a rookie. What, like he's Agreed. not going to suddenly gain 20 pounds and be able to handle. Like he's never going to be able to handle Quentin Williams. You're going to play him twice a year. Every time, it's going to be a problem yeah. with him you going in that. He, uh, the Jets' very first drive of the game put Quinnen Williams over Cole Strange in the three technique and just dared him to block him one-on-one, and he could not. He yeah. missed, like, one play, and it was the 58-yard on, touchdown. On skates the entire game. Um, the one thing I'll say, that, like, I do think, I mean, obviously the production in the running game was, was tremendous. Really good like, run blocking You know, 157 yeah. yards. I do think that Billy O did a great job in this game of hitting them with periodic runs in passing situations, and they took advantage of mm. it. Like, I'll give an example is right after the the, um, the Jets kicked a field goal to make it ten to three, so they kick off. It's a touchback. You take over first and ten in the twenty-five. Two minute drill, first play, fourteen yard Zeke. Like that's you know we we we, we caught him. That I mean that's that's the old school like Charlie Weiss. You know like let's get the the two minute drill started with the with a run. And I did think Zeke ran better in this game mm-hmm. than in the first two. Yep. Um, but I thought they had a couple of well-timed runs that caught the the Jets yeah. looking for pass. They schemed it up well. Yeah. They timed it up well, and, and the run and blocking they blocked was, it up well. was well. The, the the double teams that I've been talking about that it's just been no movement in the middle of the line. They had quite a few in this game, especially in the second half where they were moving the line of scrimmage. So what I what I would say, just Freddie, just to to put a bow on the running thing is, but when you needed to run the ball and the other team knew you were going to run the ball, you couldn't get an yep. inch. Right. You know, like that's why I hesitate to look, just look at the the numbers all right when we come back i want to talk about ramondre yeah. a little yeah. bit it's a good one um because he didn't look right yeah. um uh but bridgestone is the official tire of the new england patriots and bridgestone tires are now on sale through september 30th better hurry at all sullivan tire locations visit sullivantire.com for a location near you paul foods here we'll be right back Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Isn't it time to get exactly what you want? Welcome to Red Hot Deal Days from Verizon, where you get your pick of our best deals. Like my plan, where you can pick the perks you want and save on every one. For limited time, bring your own phones to a Verizon store and you can get my plan for our best price ever. Get exactly what you want in your phone plan and only pay for what you need. Bring your phones to your Verizon store today and get my plan. These deals won't last. It's your Verizon. And Logan, everyone, a very pleasant good afternoon and welcome to MetLife Stadium in the Meadowlands. It's a week three encounter in the AFC East of the 0-2 Patriots and the 1-1 New York Jets. A second down in nine from the 26. Again, and a tackle in the backfield. Jennings ran it all the way, nearly took the exchange from Wilson to Hall, and the Jets absorb a loss of six. Back to the 20. What a read. Shotgun snap to Jones. Blitzer's coming. He's pressured. Throws to the left. Kasicki has it at the 40 outside with a shove by Amos. The safety trailing the play. Mac Jones able to absorb a hit and float one to Kasicki to the Jets 36. Boy, talk about hanging in the pocket here. David Andrews doubles point and one. He ends up getting through. 
uh, Michael Leno and Andrews, but it's a really good throw on the quick out to Kasicki. It's an 18-yard out. He's the inside slot. And boy, did you need a play there. From the New York 42 ball on the near half. Three receivers right for Wilson. A blitzer coming. Wilson stands in, moves up. Now he's pressured. And he spins. Oh, nobody touched him. On his own. He fell to the backside and then is touched up. Uche and Wise eventually oh. to the quarterback. The blitz was picked up well with Jabril Peppers coming from the second level. God, does that stink. Wilson falls. Great for us. <laughs> Great for us. You're in the pocket. You feel a little pressure, condenses on you, and you pirouette and go down to your bump. Like, you can have him there. Oh, man. Nothing worse than a guy that goes down without being touched. Mac Jones backs up, tries to scream. No. The ball is tipped oh, and then nearly intercepted. Quinn oh, Williams God. got a hand on it. The ball was nearly caught by Michael Carter on the run. This is, this is starting to... Get to the point, this double screen that we've been running. This is three games now. Teams are starting to get this on film. Perfectly sniffed out by the Jets. They were waiting for it on Ramondre. They ran Douglas on a jet motion to the left. Faked it to him, came back to Ramondre. Almost a pick six. And now Ryland will attempt another 48-yarder, this time in the other direction from straight on. Knee down, Barringer turns to his classmate. And then the rookie takes a high snap, gets it down. Ryland's kick sailing to the uprights. That kick is no good off to the right. There's a high snap. And the rookie, who made his second career field goal in the first quarter, has his first miss here in the second. So again, a 57-yard try from the far hash. Barringer, right knee down, turns to Ryland. He leans forward in his stance. Cardona snaps it high. Snap is down, kick is a low line drive, and it hooks to the left, well short. High snap. And again, a second high snap on a second missed field goal attempt by Ryland. The Patriots come up empty on the 57-yard attempt going to right to the left. It's still 10-3 at the half. All right, Zach Wilson goes to work from the gun for New York. They have really struggled the last three quarters against the Patriots, even by Jeff Pat standards. Play fake, and now Wilson's in trouble. He's back. Yes! And he's sacked! Great coverage, and eventually Jennings and Barmore collapse on the quarterback inside the 25. The officials are going to mark it at the 26. He doesn't want to get hit. I mean, he's staring at the rush right now. He's staring at the rush. He doesn't have his eyes downfield. He sat down on the last drive, paralleled. I'm shocked, like, when, when, Aaron, when Aaron went down and they had that next meeting the next day, and they, hey, we're sounding up, we're riding with him, that's what we're doing. Shocked they didn't go better in chopping. As running, with purpose, running with purpose today, it's a most request. Ran for over 8,000 yards, and again, a quarterback speaking. Uh -oh, now they've got uh -oh. a fight brewing. Mosley slams a Patriot that to the Mosley, turf. Mosley should be ejected. And that wasn't the quarterback, was it? Yeah, and Jones got pushed again. It is Garner Jones. Just shoved Matt it Jones is Jones. The turf. And yet, no flags to this point. Are you kidding me? This crew. Bill Vinovich. Bill Vinovich. The veteran referee who's worked two Super Bowls, including Super Bowl 49. Mosley should be ejected. flag. How can, how can you allow what just took place to go without a kidding. penalty? You've got to be kidding me. Mosley. Drove down Mac Jones at the end of the play. Place dead. Whistle's blowing in, throwing jabs at Jones. Gasicki moves right to left. Jones with the play fake. 
Let it throw down the right seam. It's caught by Farrell Brown. Reaching to the 20. 15-10. Chased by Amos. Five. Stretching out to the pylon. A dive for a touchdown. Patriots. You've got to be kidding me. This ball hung so much on Jones. I thought the safety was going to get there in time. It's a, it's got to be a busted coverage on the Jets. Well, they just showed zero respect for Pharaoh Brown to be in any sort of a route combination. And it's a great call by Bill O'Brien because he's basically lined up at fullback. And if you snuck him up that right tight end seam, nobody within five yards of him. 58 yards to Pharaoh Brown. His first catch is a Patriot running under it. Play fake, roll right, and a throw in the flat for Gasicki. Contained, runs to the outside, tackled in the open field by Quincy Williams, and Mike is dragged to the near boundary at the line of scrimmage. And there's a flag that came in late, and Williams is irate. Tommy Juju didn't hit the guy late when a clip. Mosley got, he took out Mosley, I think, did Juju. Matt Jones with a second down and 13 from the 17-yard line. Three to the left, two to the right. Back dropping back. Whistle sound. Play is stopped in its tracks. The flag Ball on the start. far side. Offense number 77. Five-yard penalty. Still third down. With Elliott off the wide hip of Jones. Mack extending the hands. Another flag. Another full start. Ball start. Offense number 71. Five-yard penalty. Still third down. That's all it takes. Takes one. Silly, undisciplined, undisciplined play to sort of bring a plethora of them. Then they all start. Then it all falls in line. Now third and goal to go. Jets quick snapping. Wilson rolls to his right. Chased by Judon. Wilson looking to the end zone. Throws to the end zone, and it's incomplete. Cobb in the back of the end zone. Oh, my line. God. Miles Bryant defending. Randall Cobb falling over. And then I mean, a flag is thrown relatively late. It's a non-catchable ball unless you're going to get him for a hold here. And if you complain enough, I guess you get the flag. The call is pass interference. And Peppers taking up the cause for the Patriots. Pleading with Bill Vinovich. Pass interference. Defense number 27. The foul turned the end zone. Ball replaces the one-yard line. On right first down. It's a break because that's Chuck and Duck play there. Third down. Quick snap it. You got nothing. That's thrown up in the back. As it turns out, the Jets have a first and goal to go from the one. They put Rucker in as the top. It's the a dive. Back. You have both hands on it. The tailback. It's a hand up to the up man and bought it on the plunge. In for a score. Touchdown, New York. So Nick bought in the fullback with his first career rushing attempt. And the Jets with a quick hitter. Uh, on the fullback plunge off the pass interference in the end zone. Have drawn within a single score at 13-9. Control this game. He lets his dog stick team break back in. Just needed one drive, that's it. You're in a slog of a game like this. It's not like you're running away at three possession game. It's one. The Jets backed into a third and 15 at their five. The quarterback taking the snap. Four-man rush. Push up in the middle. Oh. Wilson's kick. And Wilson goes down in the end zone. Judon is there for the sack and the safety. That'll wrap her up. Oh, man, what an unawareness by the quarterback, though. Whole pocket's collapsing around you. You spun out the prior play. 
Coach, you know your offensive line's really struggling right now, as we are at times. But man, just poor awareness by Wilson. Great job by Judon. Just shutting him down. We got the final play of this game for coming. One second left. Ball be snapped on the 46 bar hash mark. Three receivers one to the right, one to the left. Two deep safeties for the Patriots, and I mean deep in the five. Wilson scrambles to the right, pulls up, steps up, steps up. He lost okay. a high throw toward the end zone. That ball will come down in the crowd. It's batted away. It's deflected oh away. Oh my god. And nearly caught by Cobb on the goal line. It's incomplete, and the Patriots win it. My god. That's a perfect throw by Wilson, man. Two yards deep, and it allows for the deflection, the carom, and the potential catch, and boy, did they almost get it. Kyle Duggar went airborne. Knocking and down. Duggar, with two hands, swatted the ball back, and Randall Cobb was at the goal line for the Jets and nearly caught it. And he's been a part of those types of completions in the past with Aaron Rodgers. Oh my God, that's a great point. And that was a Rodgers-like throw to the end zone by Wilson in that spot. And as we get another look on the replay, the ball hit the hands of Cobb. It hit the hands of Cobb. He's always turned his back too. He had no clue where the ball was. He was trying to box out Garrett Wilson. Oh man. You All hear, right. You hear the term every March, survive and advance. The Patriots survived today, 15-10. And now with a one and two record, they advance into week four to take on the Dallas Cowboys with a 15th consecutive victory over the New York Jets. Patriots Unfiltered is brought to you by the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Great memories are made in Massachusetts, no matter how you choose to make them. Indoors or outdoors, scenic views or city vibes, solo or family style, whatever moves you, whatever the season, plan your perfect Massachusetts getaway at visitma.com. Um, I mentioned Ramondre Stevenson before the break. What's going yeah. on with him? Yeah, it was, uh, you know, put him on the down list in the postgame show. And then, you know, it, I guess yesterday they, you know, Bill was asked about it. The, the question uh, was is Ramondre right now identifying the holes the way that you would like him to identify them, or is he just not rolling off as many maybe five- or ten-yard runs as he has in the past in terms of yards per carry? Uh, Bill's response, yeah, I think Ramondre reads blocks really well, probably as good as anybody we've had here. He's got really good vision, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I, it just to me it seems like everybody kind of recognizes that Ramondre isn't kind of playing up to the standard that we kind of hold him to. And, you know, a little bit of success by Zeke, I think, highlights it a little bit because you said well one guy is able to at least have a productive day 80 yards it is what it is um you know why isn't he and i think it's it's a great question i'm not sure with did the jets like kind of do something different when ramondre was back there compared well, just, to there was so much of like setting See, up the blocks I, and it I seems like that. it's it's slow to get there and like it almost seems like he's delaying and waiting for something to happen and then it just kind of comes to an end and yeah. instead of like waiting and then boom he's gone it, you know so, so i'm not sure two quick things and i want to throw it to evan for like Fred's question, um, if you noticed anything. I think the shotgun runs are not conducive to Stevens. We talked about this last week. I don't think it's in his I don't think that's his best strength is to get the ball at a, at a standstill and then he kinda like is looking to pick a hole as opposed to breaking the tackles, like when he led the league in yards after contact. Um uh, but I, I do think there's something to the fact of when Zeke was in there, they're sort of treating it different. And I don't know if you noticed any personnel changes, Evan, when you watched the not the not necessarily personnel changes, but uh, two weeks in a row now, uh, the defenses are slanting or like trying to knife into gaps uh, to get penetration in the backfield. And Ramondre, 
is uh, his his idol in football was Le'Veon Bell. Like he wants that's to, what he's running like. He wants <laughs> to run like Le'Veon Bell, um, where he kind of hangs out behind the blockers, like looks like through the net, you know, navigates through the line, and then boom, right? Like and and you know hits those like you know ten, fifteen, twenty yard runs uh, when he's rolling. To be patient and to be that type of runner, uh, you need to have good initial push by the offensive line. Because if there's early penetrators, then that just completely throws it off. It, you know the entire process for the running back. So I asked him last week about uh, the gun versus uh, under center, and uh, he said that there's you know advantages to both. He, he, the, the under center, he gets that head of steam, uh, which he likes, but in the gun, he can read the second level he said a little bit easier he can kind of manipulate the linebackers and read the second level a little bit easier so uh he kind of seemed to say that it was you know not really the main thing but i i don't know to me i agree with paul uh that he's a better runner downhill runner than he is a shotgun runner and uh i i do think that a lot of if you like put a cut up together of zeke's runs you know, positive runs and then Ramondre's runs and like put them right next to each other at the same time, you would see differences in, you know, the size of the holes in the blocking, the way the defensive line is playing it. Like you would see differences. You would. Yeah. And that's kind of where I landed. I, and it's never all or nothing. There's probably examples of yards that Stevenson left on the field, but I just felt like most of the time he was getting the ball, he was getting smothered in the backfield. Mm-hmm. And then, Elliott was getting the ball and he had like edges and, and yeah. had the ability to to get out and I do think that a couple of his runs were in passing situations I, I I'm not telling you he was only productive because of that because I thought he ran really well he was much better in this game than he was either one of the first two it's like a whole different player yeah yeah see he if he could th- take that to Dallas next I mean week. He, yeah. you know they uh, of their of their top plays I mean three of them were runs 14 yards 13 yards 12 <coughs> yards all by all by Zeke all first down carries on New England side of the ball so or on side of the side of the field what was uh, Stevenson's yards per carry oh under Ooh. under three well so he's at 2.9 for the year yeah I think he was three five and for what it's worth one. you know next gen checks you know rushing yards over expectation and he's fourth worst in the league he's lost 47 yards that they would expect him to pick up. But I, again, I, I think that this is more about, he you know, he is a type of guy that needs to like know where the creases are going to be, where the holes are going to be, where the, how the blocking is going to develop and have really good rhythm with, with the blocks. And I, I just don't think that that timing and that processing is, is there right now. I don't think it's like anything physical um, with Ramondre. I, I just think that his, he's not syncing up with the blocks right now. But I'd, I'd, I'd throw it to the passing game too, though, and I think, like, you know, four targets, one catch, three yards. We know he had the drop on third down. You know, like, there's just – there's something not not right there. He was such a productive player in training camp. I mean, they just – they threw the ball to him constantly out of the backfield when, when they were getting ready for the season. So, I don't know. I'm just – it's it's disappointing. They're holding stuff back. If it was a little older, I'd be worried. You know, About like with, wear and with, tear. Yeah, with yeah. the workload that he had last year. But yeah. he's too young that I think – that, that I am a little be, bit worried about that. I can't. I can't be all of it, but I mean, he had a lot of touches last year. Yeah, the drop though, I'll give him a, a slight reprieve because, uh, what right as they were going into that sequence of plays, it started downpouring, and like r- like right when that yeah. happened, and it wasn't raining at that point uh, until that point in the game. So I, I think that like the Cincinnati game a few years ago that that was like you know I think a lot of. Okay, let's get the towels out. Let's get you know, you know, all the different you know, rain gear yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. So 
Uh, Enrique in Monterey says, I understand a win is a win, but we are going nowhere. Fred might be thrilled about the win, but we barely beat a college team at best. It's, see, nothing, here's where I get angry. There's nothing college about yeah. that defense. Yeah. The Jets, the, there's nothing college about the team. Yeah. The, the only college aspect is the quarterback. Right. And right. I understand that's the most important thing. That's why you won. The Jets are good. Like, you have to get your, your preconceived notions of the Jets out. The Jets are a good team. They just have no quarterback. Somehow they beat the Bills. I mean, I, you know, we, we, we can't buy a clue against the Bills. But Yeah, I, I would wonder what will happen, like, the next time they play oh, when, yeah. they, when they prepare for Zach Wilson instead of Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. But still, still, <laughs> still no excuse for losing that game that night. Uh, Patty said, Agawam, what's up, Patty? What's going on, everyone? Hey. Um, so I had a little bit of a rant on Max, and I uh, hope you let me get through for it. But um, to me, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sort of going – I'm leaning more towards, like, what Paul and I have been saying, you know. To me, I, I think he's just, uh, you know, I was Team McClellan for a long time, but I think he, he might be one of those net neutral average guys. I mean, he's, what the biggest thing I took away from Sunday's game was, well, hell, I mean, he can't close out a game when they're winning, just like, you know, they can't come back when they're losing. And maybe, I mean, we saw him the the 20 years that Brady was here, those those 20 years were dominated by him, Peyton Manning, Ben Roethlisberger. You had a few one-offs with, like, the rape, Bill Flacco, and a couple Super Bowl wins with Eli Manning. And maybe, I mean, maybe just maybe, you had pot down the stretch, you catch lightning in a bottle, and you win a Super Bowl with the guy. But, yeah, I just don't see it. I think this defense is completely healthy. More notably, if all the Jones guys are back in the defensive backfield, I think this defense is, is really good. They're, they're legit. But I don't know if the quarterback is good enough to get a bunch of that. And we'll, we'll see. That's where I'm at right now. And all right. I mean, hopefully he looks better down the stretch, but who the hell knows? All right. Thanks, Patty. Uh, let's go to Bill in Oklahoma. <clears throat> hey, Bill. Hey, how are you guys? Uh, real quick, we're going to go back in the Wayback Machine. Remind me. Myers' contract was up at the end of last year. What was the scuttlebutt about not re-signing him? The scuttlebutt? Um, the scuttlebutt was he was one of the uh, Mac Jones five. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. some people think that, that he wasn't necessarily on board with the Matt Patricia, Joe Judge offense. I wonder why. <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> he, he was outspoken about yeah. it and. And maybe that was the yeah. reason well, why me, they, they let, moved I mean, on. let me say my part, too, which was totally wrong. But, you know, hey, let's try to upgrade this spot. Let's try to get somebody who's faster, more athletic for the middle of the field. That was, you know, my point of view of why. And it was wrong. <laughs> yep. Same. Well, I'm in the same you, boat. Deuce, because that goes into my next point is I about – I don't normally get really, really fired up during a game unless it's something that I just can't help. But in, in Juju – is making me lose my hair faster than I should be right now. <laughs> the personal foul. Okay, so Ramondre fumbles the ball last year, and he gets pulled out of the game for the rest of the game. Juju misses, and he's not on the same page. He wasn't all at the, he wasn't at training camp. He was barely, when he was, he didn't do anything. And then he gets a personal foul. Why are we not pulling Because <laughs> he's a veteran. Because he paid him twelve that's million bucks. Paul, I understand, but that's no. Not I'm, I'm I'm not telling you I like it. I'm telling you that's the reason. <laughs> like like well, Ezekiel Elliott fumbled the ball the first play that. that he was a Patriot. 
He didn't lose a, a second of playing time. Yeah. Right. It's it's a it's, it's, it's a, a veteran thing. thing. The, one, the one thing. thing about Juju that yeah. that concerned me in terms of the Myers versus Juju comp, you know, the metrics favored Juju in a lot of categories, uh, but man coverage was the one thing that Myers Myers is a better route runner better separator against man coverage than juju and has been for for a couple years now and uh, i think that that's coming to fruition like yep. i can't help but think that some of those third down plays maybe myers and mac are on the same page and they make those completions and it's a different yeah, situation and, and i'll say this about you know the juju and myers thing and it's an example of where you know like why well, I, I think you need metrics i think the more information you have in sports the better the more information but sometimes you still have to go old school. And I think where people miss it is, is in a couple of ways. One of them is just what Evan just kind of talked about. Like, you know, Myers just found, find, found a way to get open, okay? Another one is who is quantifying the amount of space that Juju Smith-Schuster had to work in Kansas City with Patrick <laughs> Mahomes and Travis Kelsey as opposed to that's a good point. Jacoby Myers with Matt Patricia right. calling plays right. and Mac Jones yeah. and the rest of that yep. skill position guys. Okay. If you and and one one last play. intangible that doesn't show up on a spreadsheet anywhere is Mac loved the guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mac clearly went to Myers when he needed a play. And more often That's than right. not, it worked. Yeah. And they still pulled the plug on it. Yep. Like that those things don't show up in metrics. It's not yards after catch. It's not man or zone. It's not something you can put on a sheet. Yeah. It's something you just have to sort of identify Ooh. and look at. I Which, agree with Paul. Like you can't yeah. buy the chemistry that yeah. they had, and then these gotta have it moments, specifically in the Jets game that just happened. Jacoby would have probably gotten a lot of those third downs, so that right. guy would have gotten the first down them. the Patriots. He would have gotten one of them. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It, it yeah. just they your were. your point of, of like the we <clears throat> from the outside looking in. We like we know that Mac and Jacoby were close and they had good chemistry, but from the outside looking in, we can only go with the information that we have, right? And there's two things about the Juju signing that really irk me. One is the chem- the chemistry thing on the field with Mac and the quarterback and and Jacoby. The coaches are with those guys every single day, so they know how close Mac and Jacoby were. They know how much Mac trusted Jacoby, and they still went this way. The other thing is the medicals. They knew when they signed Juju that his knee was a problem and they did it anyways. So those are two pieces of information that we do not have as much information. We all watch the same film. We all have the same stats, but we don't have the ability to be inside the locker room to know the relationships with the players as well as they do. And we don't know the medical side of things. And those two boxes clearly have favored Jacoby Myers heavily and they just ignored them. Yep. Bill, you got anything to wrap it up? are proving it. Of all the teams in the in the NFL, the Raiders are proving that he is the better receiver at this point. It's just amazing. Yep. yep. Thanks, all right. Bill. Thanks for the call, Bill. Uh, let's go to Eldred, North Carolina. Hey, Eldred. Ooh. Hey, he fellas, ladies. Aggressive. How y'all doing? All right. Hey, Eldred. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling a little just corny, but Evan, I feel your pain, bro. I've been feeling your pain for 15 years. Playmaker. <laughs> Playmaker thing. pain. Playmaker. He's looking for a playmaker. Oh, we don't need it. We don't need a good one outside. We got the one in the middle. We got yeah, see, Brady. I get misquoted so much. I get quoted. I get misquoted so much. Someone, someone wrote Preaching an SPFW choir, said. Someone wrote an SPFW win. A guy who hates me with a passion. I'll say that up front. He writes <laughs> vicious stuff to me all the time, which is you, which is fine because I I take oh. them all. Um, but he he suggested oh, I, I that I said that they should trade a lot of resources to get Justin Fields. 
I don't like, can you that. guys tell me when I suggested? Yeah, I was actually going to ask you guys about that it's because I was like, "Can you can you guys say that?" Like, I said that if you wanted Justin Fields, he would have been easily because the Giants. I mean, uh, the Bears didn't have to give up much to go yeah. from like twenty to eleven, mm-hmm. and the Patriots were fifteen, so, so they, they wouldn't have had to give up much to do it. And I yeah, liked true. Justin Fields coming out. I'll own that. I, I'm not going to walk away from that. I liked Justin Fields' skill set. I even am so stubborn that I think, God forbid, that if he had a competent head coach like Bill Belichick, that maybe Justin Fields would be even better than than you think. You know, in, yeah, in this think. kind of a school. Now, maybe it wouldn't have worked. Maybe he still would have gotten Matt Patricia and it wouldn't have worked. Who knows? But I would have liked to have seen Justin Fields work with Josh McDaniels as a rookie and see where he is in year three as opposed to Matt Eberflus and Matt Nagy, <laughs> which I think has been a disaster in Chicago. Exactly. But I never suggested but, uh, trading a lot of resources to do that, to move up four spots. Nope, Carry on, Elgin. Sorry. We, we should have got it. Yeah. But, other, but other than that, uh, Evan, will mean you're going to be crying for the next couple of years because this, this GM, this regime won't get the guy that we need. And mm. if they come to Jesus meeting with, with Mr. Kraft, or till he's gone, that's the only time we're gonna get them guy, them kind of guys. So we're gonna be doing this for four years. I've been doing it for ten. <laughs> I'm so with I'm you, Aldrin. I'm still living. We'll be um, there. <laughs> all right. I'm with you. Thanks, I, you know, yeah. Patty was talking about Mac, and I, I think you know I don't want people to think that I I think Mac stinks. I don't think Mac stinks. I don't either. I just think that he's average. Mm-hmm. But in order to get him to be better than average, they have to do what Eldred is saying. And that's all I've been saying all along was we have to call a spade a spade with Mac, which is that he's just okay. Not not terrible, not good, just okay. But if he had better weapons around him, I can't help but thinking it would be better. Now, if you want to upgrade the quarterback and you want to go down that path, fine. Like that That's a fine way to solve the problem too. But if this is who your quarterback is and there's really no upgrade or, or reasonable upgrade – then the only logical thing to do is to go get him a Garrett Wilson, to go yeah. get him a, a Tyree Kill. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm, watching, I'm watching like the Raiders game, and I know this, you know, Garoppolo's a, a step below the elite quarterbacks, but like Devontae Adams makes him so much better. Put it in the zip code. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. Mean, I think how the, many, the prime how example, many picks I would give up for Devontae Adams would be <laughs> yeah. a boatload. I mean, the prime example is the 49ers. You look at Mr. Irrelevant and you look at who is around him. Like, yeah. if, he, if you put Brock Purdy on this team, he would not look the way he looks right now. I mean, he did not play well the other night, and they still won. Their offense still looks incredible yeah. because of who they surrounded him with. Yeah. You could put anybody in that in that offense. I mean, Can we take Shanahan, too, or yes. is that not allowed? <laughs> you could put anybody except maybe Zach Wilson in that offense, and they're going to look great. I mean, yeah. he, might, he might make Zach Wilson look good. <laughs> uh, Williams and Fellum. What's up, William? Hey, Fred. How you doing? All right. All right. Um... <sighs> Um, breathe they won (laughs) breathe uh, Paul I'm telling you the Patriots are killing me anyway um, okay let me say like this 36 13-16 Max needs his number one wide receiver I mean can we we stop with this well okay if he stops if the receiver stops fumbling the ball and all this old nonsense okay how about just stop playing these little dumb games, right? And let's go get Justin Jefferson. Give up, uh, what, two first-round picks, a third, and pay the damn man three. Can we, I enough. mean, can we really get this man a receiver now? I mean, we've been going through this for too long now. I mean, like, as long as Bill's GM, we, it, it, it's, it's a mess, man. <laughs> you got 
got to get rid of this. Uh, we got to get rid of him as GM. I, mean, I understand the coach thing because I know I know Duke got his hand in his back pocket. So you know I know how that's going to go. But you know what I mean. But the thing is, it's like need, there were guys that a, were available. Number one I, you know? I, I do like. The, the whole thing about build a GM, like, I, look, I'm the first Thanks, one to, to get on the soapbox with William about the receivers. Like, we're all on the same page there. The rest of the roster, though, other than maybe tackle, is not that bad. Like, the rest of the, the defense is stacked. Like, the, the defense might have some of the best depth and most talent of any defense in the NFL besides maybe San Francisco's. Like, they are stacked on defense, and they're not even healthy, and they're going to get some of the guys back. Like, Jonathan Jones didn't even play. Jack Jones, I think, is is working his way back and is is getting close, and he's eligible to return after week four. Like they're getting some guys back to even add to what they've already done on defense. Like Keon White is a, is going to be a game wrecker, I think. You know whether it's Barmore level or or more. Regardless, he can't even get on the field, right? Like yeah, he, they can't even play him or Marty Mapu right now. They they've made strides in areas of this roster. They just have not at the receiver position. Like, that's really all it is. Like, if they had a Jerry Judy, if they had a T. Higgins, uh, they're not going to get Justin Jefferson. So let's, like, just give, <laughs> give up on that. Yeah. But if they got – if if the yeah. Bengals keep heading down the path that they're heading down right now in their season and they're not going to pay T. Higgins at the in the offseason – at the deadline, yeah, I would absolutely be calling the Bengals. The same thing with the Broncos and yeah, Jerry Judy, Judy. Judy's your guy if you if you're looking to make a deal. I think Cincinnati's going to be fine. Yeah, you know, yeah. provided that yeah, Burrow's very calf doesn't explode. I I think uh, Denver. Den- if, if Denver's going to be looking, if up. you like somebody on that Judy. roster, Judy, he's going to be available. I, joke take, joke take, I would joke call take. for Judy now. Yeah, like I wouldn't wait until November first to make that deal. Like, I would try to get him in the building as soon as you possibly can. I, I would be calling Denver immediately and being like, we offered you this in the – because they I believe there were reports out there that they tried to trade for Judy in the offseason already. If you're the Jets, would you trade for Russell Wilson? <laughs> in that contract, no. Yikes. Uh, Kenny at Flatsboro. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I, I I did that. I'm sorry, Kenny. Call Pulled back. Pull the Felger. All call right, back, so while you're, yeah. waiting, while you're waiting for him to call I'm back. I'm not waiting. Okay, <laughs> so just real quick. The, the the Arizona thing, I find it. I don't know if you guys saw any of that. Did you guys see the video of Monty Austinford, by the way? Oh, no. Going absolutely crazy oh, after no. they won the game. Okay. They very much are tanking. And this is – I'm glad this, this got brought up because I think tanking is one of the most misunderstood words in sports. They're playing their asses off. What – when you tank, it's a philosophical decision to get rid of as many players that might help you win games as you can that aren't going to be there to be part of when you expect to be good again. And that's why you see, like, Isaiah Simmons get traded before the season. Like, he's not going to be – you're not going to re-sign him, so got he's not going to be around. Yeah. But that's three games that they played their butts off. Mm-hmm. And I – Who's their offensive coordinator, Evan? So their offensive coordinator, I actually had to do some research on him because I've never heard of this guy. Okay. Drew Pearson or okay. something well, like that. That guy's coaching his butt off. Yeah, no, they, their all offense is games, really well designed. All three games they came out of the locker room ready to go up, in, especially the last two, less so against Washington. The Giants in the Dallas game, they were unstoppable in the first half. That tells me that they're – Drew Petzing. Okay. Never heard of him. Where's that, he from? It's Pet Zing, not Petten. Not of the Cardinals, because I don't know who <laughs> okay. this guy is. So, that they, like they, they obviously have some game plans that are completely uh, taking the opponent by surprise. Now they don't have a lot of talent, so eventually they get slowed down. But 
that's that's tanking. You can play hard. You got a bunch of young guys that are trying to win the game and trying to establish themselves as NFL players, and they they probably should be two and one, right? Yeah. You know, and they could be three and zero oh with with a break here or there. They were you know they were right in the Washington game. They blew the Giants game, and then they blew the Cowboys out because they kept coming up with red zone stops. The Cowboys were yeah. one for five in the red zone. Their their offense is really well done with like, Josh Dobbs <laughs> and, uh, Joshua Dobbs can't yeah. play like they and they're scoring they play they have a lot of team speed on the offense too and and they they gave Dallas a ton of problems yeah. and I was like 222 you know the misdirection and the eye the eye candy and all this I was like what who is this offensive coordinator so he, he came from Cleveland um you know so he's from that like Stefanski Norv Turner like that sort of tree uh but I was really really impressed with how fast and how hard they played in that game against Dallas. Like that was a really, really good offensive performance yeah. given what they have. Uh, Kenny's back on defense. the phone. Yeah. What's up, Kenny? Hey guys. Um, first time calling into the show, but I, I just want to let you guys know, I watch like all Patriots media. So Evan Lazar, shout out to you, my man. You are a genius. I oh, tell you shout out, bro. All right. That far, but thank you, Kenny. All right. I appreciate it. Let me tell you why, because I watched the catch 22 with you and Alex Barr. And Not before a the game, you were talking about <laughs> going under center, like having the offense go under center. And I was like, well, hey, let me just watch this. And then when the game goes on, I'm watching them go under center, positive play, positive play. I'm like, man, Evan Lazar needs to be like the like offensive whisperer in, like, in the hey, ear Mike, of That's like, what Max thinks. Belichick, you know, this Genius guy. level, bar lowered. Thanks, Kenny. I appreciate it. Not enough people yeah, appreciate I, I Evan. All right. And, um, you know, for me, I'm just looking to see, like, you know, I'm kind of one of those fans that I'm like, okay, let's just see how this season shakes out, you know, because, you know, I have, I guess I'm a little bit more optimistic. Like, okay, let's, let's see how, like, our offensive line gets healthier. Maybe Juju gets a little bit healthier. Maybe they're possibly load managing him. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but, you know, let's just see how the, sh- the season shakes out. I feel like, you know, let's see how we've got injuries. I believe in Tommy Curran when he was like, we got, we got a couple of wins there. So I was going to wait and see. Yeah, the Little Jets. engine that could. The Jets. I will say Thanks, about Kenny. Juju because he's catching a lot of flack, which understandably so. I do think that they're starting to figure out like the best ways to use Juju. I think when they signed Juju the, in the first couple games, he's running like all of these like quick change of direction routes, like whip routes and things like that, and he's just not creating any separation, and, and it's just not really his game. So as much as they need to get the timing and the – you know, chemistry down on some of these these fades that they threw in Sunday's game. Like, that's the juju that I remember watching, right? It's, you know, down the field routes, you know, slants, digs, fade routes, like slot fades, you know, things like that. Like, that, that's USC, that's Pittsburgh juju. Like, that's – he was never a jitterbug. Like, he was never a, a quick hit, change of direction type of receiver. Uh, so, I, I, I'm hoping that, that there will be more plays, like, as they continue to – figure out the personnel and that was the biggest takeaway for me other than the fact that they were able to play with a lead so they didn't have to throw the ball you know 50 times uh that they were kind of figuring out like all right how does o'brien view the personnel and like what are the best buttons to push here with this group of playmakers and i thought that they had a nice more you know kind of gel to it like it, it looked like the way i would expect it to have looked when they brought O'Brien back, you know, and not as much in the first two weeks. Uh, the email address is webradio at patriots.com. David in Bethlehem writes in, guys, take some vitamin D to buoy your mood. Context, Eagles are a top five in offense no, and defense. 
Miami yeah. is top five in offense. Jets top five in defense. The Patriots are battling. Question, what's wrong with Stevenson stutter-stepping every time? Why don't you take some vitamin yeah. D, you know, and realize that he's trying as hard as he can. Right. I, no, I, I'm, I'm just not, I'm just kidding. I'm no, it's fair. The, the, the email's thing. fair. I'm not a big fan of it. I, I know I predicted it, and it happened. Um, I predicted on the postgame show we will get inundated with, oh, I guess the Patriots' defense is better than you thought after they scored 70. That, I don't care what they did against Denver. I don't care what happens against Denver. I only saw what I, what I saw. Well, it's the what night, they've the, done against everybody the night that, except the Patriots. The night against the Patriots, they scored at will. The night not. against the Chargers, they scored at will. The night against the Broncos, they scored at will. They have a good offense. Yeah. They're going to go up and down the field and score points. That's what they're going to do. No, no, it's not always going to be 24. It's not always going to be 70. But they're a good offense, and, and the Patriots were fine. Like I don't think any different of the Patriots based on what other teams do against that same team. It uh, doesn't make sense to me. Oh, I think it's an I know, indication that I know. the Patriots are better than most defenses. I agree that, that I was – too harsh on the Patriots defense after seeing Miami score 70 points in a game. Did you see some of those clips of the Broncos laying on the field? <laughs> that yeah. That's funny. I, I, but They're taking a nap. Like, yeah, that's on the other how side you of, score 70. On the other side I is, thought it was Photoshop. Right, exactly. Yeah. I totally agree with you, Fred. Yeah. I thought you one of them was that, a joke. But then you can also say like they caught Philly in week one when they didn't have it. They didn't play anybody in the preseason. Yep. And Jalen Hurts really hasn't looked right in any of the games that they've played. I know they've won the all three of them, but... Yeah. Oh, how many points they scored last night? Oh, like 20? 25. Yeah. Without without the safety and the, the picks, the, you know, that he, set up the field He doesn't field look great. And, uh, you know, the point being is is that we can play this schedule game. Right. Around like, and around right. we go. And the bottom line is, I think the Patriots defense played really well against Philadelphia. I thought they played exceptionally well against the Jets. I don't care that the Jets won't score against anybody else. I saw the game. The Patriots' defense played really well. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. if if the worst defense in football shuts them out in two weeks, I'm not going to say, well, I don't think as much about that. No. On Sunday, your defense needed to get a stop every time it went on the field, or you were going to lose, mm -hmm. and they did. That's good defense. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it doesn't matter to me if they go out and score no points against the Chiefs on Sunday. Like, I won't say, well, the Chiefs' defense is better than the Patriots. I mean, does, no, I, let, no. does it, doesn't it really make like anyone that. feel better to watch like Miami roll 70 on somebody? Does that really make you feel better? The only about thing I'll say Patriots? is it made me like, laugh. It was fun to watch. We were watching the red zone behind you right now, and it was unreal. Um, mm -hmm. Just every time we looked up, some dolphin, like, I, I saw that some guy who no one ever heard of was saying that he had talked to a lot of personnel people around oh, the league, and oh, they yeah. felt like they, that was disrespectful mm -hmm. that they ran it up. The I last touchdown they scored was a 68-yard right. run. Yeah. What's yeah. he supposed to and do? I'm like they, I think it was disrespectful they didn't go for the record. And they took, <laughs> and they took a knee. They took two out of the game. Yeah, so two didn't like play in the fourth quarter. I, I don't know how that's disrespectful. They did throw a long pass yeah. to, to, to Robbie Chosen. You, you know what was disrespectful? <laughs> the effort that the Denver defense put. That was there, much more disrespectful Fred. than Thank anything you. else. Thank you, Fred. You know? I agree. And I'm, listen, I, I am not going to tell you that I'm not a, oh, like in the pros, you shouldn't run. I've seen running it up. Yeah. And there's times that I think it's disrespectful and you shouldn't the do Patriots it. Patriots in 2007. That wasn't it. It's not no. And, that and wasn't it. That wasn't running up. You don't take a knee there. Right. Bill would have kicked a field goal there. There's no doubt in my mind. <laughs> I would have kicked the to, field goal. To make it 73. Well, then McDaniel talked about that. Not, no, no, not going for the record. I mean, I respected what he had not, to say. Of like, you know, he's like, look, and, I mean, you know, not that karma is real, but. I mean, those are the things going through that head coach's mind and how yeah, they're operating. And I'm not telling you McDaniel did the right thing. Maybe he should have kicked the field goal. And I don't know, but I'm just telling you, if you're running up the score, you're trying to score every point you can. You're not taking your starter out. You're not running the ball 
exclusively, and you're not kneeling in field goal range. Right. Yeah. I just don't know what you – like, I always look at games like that, and I'm like, so, like, what do the Patriots do against this offense? Because now the Miami Dolphins are in your division. They have a whiz kid as a head coach. They have Tua playing well, and they have all these the speed and all these receivers etching in the running back rounds like a 4-3. Like, they're the fastest offense in the NFL. No, no doubt about it with a great coordinator running the show and a good quarterback to distribute the ball. And if they can run the ball like that against you and they can hit the deep pass, like, I don't know what you do. You like the Patriots emptied the box and they played a lot of too deep and I kind of killed them for it because of all, but all they're just giving up all the yards on the ground and, and surrendering. But then he throw, he runs for 200 yards. Like I, I just, that's such a tough offense. Yeah. Did you see that? You know, the next gen stuff with the speed, like the sixth, six fastest ball carriers this year in three weeks are all Dolphins. Yeah, it's like two for Hill, two for Mostert, and yeah. two for wow. uh, a, a there, Chan or a, It's wild. I think he says the, it's a Chan. Now. A Chan. The, yeah. the, the yeah. all the all twenty two of their offense, like they they get guys so far up the field that sometimes you can't even see them on the even on the oh the first on the, the first touchdown to. Um, Tyreek Hill was a little like I mean, the safeties are playing like 40 yards back just to be deep as the deepest, and then there's just all this space in the middle of the field uh, for Tua to throw into. It's – I don't know. That's scary. Uh, Cody in Indiana, do you think the handling of the end of the half was a bit weird? Yes. Eight seconds left, still had a timeout, and they run a QB sneak, I guess, to line up for a 57-yard kick in the pouring rain. Why not a quick pass, pick up a few more yards – Call the timeout and give the rookie kicker a more makeable kick. 57 yards in a downpour is tough, even if you're Justin Tucker. That was, yeah. that was what, exactly what Paul was saying as it was happening. <laughs> 100% agreement. Now, in fairness to the coaches, they're not expecting a, a two- or three-yard quarterback sneak in that situation. They're expecting 10 or 12 yards. They're expecting him to yeah. run untouched and then slide and then call timeout. Yeah. Now, didn't get did, it. didn't work out that yeah. way. But, yeah, I would have. I, I, I don't like the quarterback sneak there. Um, and people that have suggested they, they were too conservative in the game, they point to a play like that, to which I would say the, the play before that, they threw a bomb that they should have gotten pass interference called on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think they were they were conservative. I just thought that was a bad play call. The weird, like, second down sneaks that they've yeah. been doing oh, I hate that. really needs to go. Like, oh. it's second – like, even outside of the two-minute – like, they did it last week where it was, like, second and one. A lot of them. It's, my, it's one of my pet peeves. They did, like, three of them in that game. I, I don't – I really don't think the first down's that valuable in no. that spot. No. Obviously, first downs are valuable in general, but, <laughs> I get, like – I get what you meant. Like, in that spot, like, I just don't really see well, how touchdowns. it's that desperate. Overrated. Second and short, it's, like, it's a cliche at this point. I'm right. like, well, here's your chance to take a shot. I mean, yeah. everybody knows they it. They have this <laughs> first down play – that sets up second and one. It just wasted. Yeah, just get it, the it's first. Like Don't now you just have get your whole first. playbook open to you. Take advantage of that. You know, if you want to sneak on third down, if you have an incomplete, it. go ahead. Yeah. But, oh, it just bothers me. Mike Micah in South hmm. Dakota. Parsons? I think considering the conditions and how that game turned out, I feel better about the offense. It looked like a monsoon on TV, and that affected the passing game for both teams. I felt that when we ran – power runs especially the Trent Brown side the offense looked good putting in some play action for Mac was good I see the offense expanding and this week against Dallas will be a true test also Denver getting the breaks beat off of them could be good for New England let's trade for Jerry Judy and get this offense a true weapon if that's what happens this offense will become a force how do you guys feel about the possibility of getting Jerry Judy well I, I do if 
if you want to, the first part of that email is exactly what I wrote in after further review. And like, if you want to have that optimistic view, there's evidence to have that optimistic view. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that like, don't as a fan, like don't be optimistic about your football team. Cause there are things that they are doing better. There are things that there are like, you know, moments where you say, Oh, if this in week 14, like this might hit where it's not in week three, because they're still trying to figure things out. It, it's possible. Like it's possible that that could all happen do I believe it will? I mean, that I don't know. I haven't seen it for three years, so it's kind of hard to say I believe it will, but like it might. Do, do you think at the end of the season that we're going to stack up 2022 and 2023 and say the offense was unequivocally better this year than it was across the board? Or do you think that it's going to be very close between what this offense is and I what I think that it's going to be better. I don't know about unequivocally, but I think you'll look back and you'll say it's better. And it won't just be because I said so. Because think, of a progression, you think? I think they will. I think really they will get better. I, but now, I, I, I do, because the email touched on something that I've seen a prevailing thought about the weather and the, you know wait till this week. How'd you feel about the Patriots' defense on Sunday? Great. So did you guys Good. play? Did they play pretty well on defense Sunday? It has nothing. You know, don't don't give the Jets a pass because it was bad weather. Zach, well, if it in, wasn't raining, right? Zach Wilson it, I mean, if it wasn't raining, and like, <laughs> look at all the plays they missed because like they couldn't try deep balls because it was pouring out. Like, I would never suggest that. I think the Patriots dominated the bag out of the the Jets' offense. I mean, I did, don't think the weather had anything to do with how good the Patriots' defense played. Two really good runners, and the Patriots handled them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Just yeah. like they handled you because they have a good defense. The weather wasn't the reason why. They, the Patriots didn't score. The Jets' defense was. Uh, Chris with the T-I-A-N. Just a win against the Jets, nothing more. Through three weeks, I actually feel pretty good about the defense, especially after Miami hung 70 on Denver and Philly. You should it, feel good about the and defense. Almost five, they just won a game uh, for you. And almost 500 yards of offense against the Bucks. However, the offense continues to scare the hell out of me. Two guys in particular, Juju, who we all were told was an upgrade, is out there running around on one leg looking lost. Then there's Mondre. What's up with this guy? He just looks off. Injured? How does Zeke get more yards against the Jets D than him? All right. <laughs> I don't know. Those are those are the big questions, I think. You know, that I don't know the answer to the yeah. the Stevenson one. Those two guys. I mean, who are the guys you know, if it does if it does progress like, you know, the optimistic point of view, you know, wh- who are the guys that lead the way? Is it you know, this is another question that's kicking around my brain. It's like, what is Juju going to look like at the end of the season? Are we going to be saying, like, wow, he, he found it, or he's going to get cut this offseason? My guess is you, you're going to see him get phased out in the middle of the year as Demario Douglas gets a bigger role. So that, that, I mean, that might be wishful thinking. Um, that's where I'm at. Yeah. I think there are obviously every single game with Demario, there are a million things that he does wrong. Like, I'm just going to be honest about that. But I think at this point, they have to live with the growing pains with a young player because he's the best you got. He's the most explosive weapon that you have. I think him, uh, Bourne, and and Gesicki. Gesicki runs good routes, and I I think in the passing game, they need to target him a little bit more. Do you think he's – like? yeah, I was going to ask you that because – I, he's been really a non-factor. Yeah, he makes like one catch a game, and they're like, he, "Hey, there he, he is!" And yeah. then never again. He runs some really dynamic routes, like you know, wide receiver level routes, but he does it at like six six, you know, whatever two forty five or whatever he is. I, I would definitely feed him, and I, I I'm not gonna do it again to myself, but I'll say it, like Taekwon, Taekwon, like even just having somebody that stretches the field vertically as a, a as a decoy. I think will help the underneath stuff a little bit. And if he can get by the defense, you know, once a game, 
then obviously all the better. But, like, I'm not expecting Tyquan to be any sort of high-volume receiver. But if they can at least get him to hold the safeties off for an extra split second or something like that, then maybe some of these throws uh, that they are hitting at the intermediate level can have some yak because it's not like the, <laughs> they're completing the pass and then there's, like, three guys converging on Hunter Henry. Uh, so I, I, I'm not ready to, like put it all on Taekwon and believe in Taekwon again because it will burn me I guarantee it but like even if he's just out there running wind sprints like I think it's better than what they have right now Thornton here's a who grab uh, grab uh, Judy and um, I, I think right now like the most reliable thing that you can count on in the passing game is Hunter Henry mm-hmm. yep. and that can't be the most dynamic thing you have on offense like you have to if it's not going to be somebody else you know if it's not going to be Thornton when he comes back well, what's it look like with you got to go out and get somebody. with Thornton, Bourne, and Douglas? You know, what does that look like? Where you just, That's just one of their fastest it, groups. Run that they can, it. Him, you know, Thornton, Bourne, Douglas, Gesicki. <laughs> can Snarky Paul chime in? Yeah, please. <laughs> what does that look like? Oh. Bourne and Douglas running into each other, and Thornton getting hurt. <laughs> Um, Damn it, <laughs> Paul! At least you have some people that are fast. Like at least, at oh, least there's some speed on the field. It's the, the fastest field. lineup I, they yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. just think it's probably the three least reliable things they have as well. No, that's in fair. the passing. Yeah, true. And, and that's right. how they're going to look at it. And yep. that's why Devontae yep. Parker and Juju are going to be in the field. Yeah. That's why they use Parker and Henry because those guys they know where they're going to be. Yeah. Now I'm not telling you that you're going to win anything with that because you're probably not. Raj and St. Louis, the win on Sunday was what it was, but I did enjoy how Peppers bounced back after a rough game on Sunday night. So shout out to him. My main question is, Mike, we'll see you after. Is the quality of football just flat out bad this year, or am I just overly critical of each team? I try to watch at least some of each team every week, but outside of Miami and San Francisco, I don't feel overly impressed with any team, and the play seems more messy than previous years. Is it lack of practice time, a talent drought? bad coaches or some other factor i remember aikman saying something similar about a year ago so maybe that's clouding my judgment i think I we like, do it every year yeah. yeah and i feel like there's a lot of injuries right now like I, I mean i don't know what's going on with burrow and his calf the ravens are battling a whole bunch of things over there it's like obviously Diggs is out this week i just who knows what's happening with you know saints quarterback right now we might see Jameis winston just a lot Talk about malpractice running Joe Burrow. You're a $275 million man out there on a one calf uh, on a bad leg in week three. They got away with it too because he didn't really look like he he was under much pressure in the game, didn't have to move too much. If I was a Bengals fan, I'd be going nuts that they're putting him out there. Well, the game's over. I mean, the season's over if you lose that game. You can't fall 0 3. Tough, Tough decision. Uh, phones tough, are lighting that's a, that's up. That's a tough one. I don't know if it's something we said. Uh, CJ in KC on the line. What's up, CJ? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. I uh, wanted to uh, – last last week I called in and I was like, hey, is there anything that we can learn from this game? And you guys kind of talked me through how, yeah, they play well and things like that. But I feel like we didn't learn anything from this past game. And uh, I know that Tuesday is usually a reflection to, uh, of what the past week's game was. But I just want to focus on Dallas. Is there is there anything that you guys think that you know we can take away and feel confident with going into this week's game in Dallas and and see if is there anything that momentum wise that you guys see that we can bring into this weekend? Well, I mean, a lot. Of, I've heard a lot of people say it's a bad spot for the Patriots because Dallas had a bad loss and now they're going to be mad. refocused. Mad. Maybe I think it's a great spot. Do you I think it's a good spot for the Patriots? Not not good. Great. 
I, th- I think they're going to have a hard time winning the game. I'm like, I'm not trying to tell you the Patriots should win it, but I think this is Dallas's mo. They're always super hyped. Yep. They lose games they shouldn't lose, and yep. when they do, the wheels come off. Um, they also play San Francisco in Week Five, which they think they're better than the Patriots. So I wouldn't. No trap game. I <laughs> no trap game. I wouldn't dismiss it's a trap. Th- th- those guys just saying. <laughs> That wasn't us last week. We got San Francisco yeah. next week. We got to get ready. Yeah. Like I think it's a really good spot. But to be positive about, they've played three games and the Dallas offense has really done very little in yeah. the three games. They've been very average offensively. Defensively is a different story, but offensively, I don't think they look like they're all that they're, high powered. They're running a high school offense. It is like we'll <laughs> I, get more into this. I thought I'd put that on the tee for you. It, it, oh God! It because I love Dak. Like I really, I think Dak's really. I good. really love Dak, and watching him get neutered by Mike McCarthy is killing me. Like it's killing oh, me. Can you imagine a guy intentionally in this day and age? I want to get back to the run. <laughs> so he is running a high school Balance. offense. They are no team in the league runs more under center than Dallas, and I say the Patriots should run under center because they don't have Dak Prescott as their quarterback, <laughs> right? So they nobody runs more under center plays than Dallas. They run everything out of heavy formations. They run two man routes off of play action. It makes me it's like Bailey Zappi last year. <laughs> and then when they go to the shotgun, they run quick game. Like half of his throws are on like slants or curls or flat routes. It's like you have CeeDee Lamb, you have Dak Prescott, and you're gonna throw five hundred slants a game. It, like I just I can't I really don't fear this Cowboys offense all that much. I mean, based on the three games that I've watched, there's no reason to fear them. Yeah. They haven't looked good offensively in any of the three games. The, the Cardinals played a ton of base defense. They played like 30-something snaps in base defense, uh, and, and they still ran on them. Dallas has a good run game, but they that's their offense. Like They want to run the ball, and they do have a good run game. But if you can stop the run, and they just don't really have a dynamic passing game. In the last all. two weeks, they lived in the red zone and couldn't score touchdowns. So you have a really good running team that can't score touchdowns in the red zone. Sounds familiar. Yeah. I, I would like to know on the defensive side of the ball what they're thinking about with Parsons watching the Patriots' offensive line struggles and you know where they're going to move him, where they're going to put him, how they're going to exploit those matchups. Yeah, that's not that's not the part of the game plan that I was really <laughs> op- optimistic about. That's the scary well, part. Well, do you think you can get the – you know, Parsons, now maybe he re, recalcula- recalculates after that game against Arizona, but Arizona got him – cheating up the field, up field. Yeah. a whole a yeah. ton like they ran at micah parsons in that game and they just invited him up the field and he just blew right past the ball every single time so if you can use his aggressiveness against him i mean it's it's dangerous right because if if you don't catch him then he's gonna blow the play up in and the backfield crawling thing yeah it's like how does he do that but <laughs> but if you can uh you know they are they are a team that likes to get vertical on the defensive line they want to get up the field and if you can kind of catch them with the misdirection and invite that, then you can have some opportunities there. So shut down the run again, CJ, and then yep. you know I think you're in another defensive battle. I agree. Yep, that's kind of what I was thinking. Thanks, guys. All right, thanks, CJ. Uh, let's go over to London. But Henry's there. Hello, Henry. Poor Dak. Uh, I'm not in London, Frederick. I'm in Leeds. Leeds. Oh. Um, just, just to, sorry, just to chime in. Cheshire is definitely posh. That was a debate on the first game show. Brilliant. Um, my question, though, I was just hoping someone could explain the difference to me between um, Keon White and Dietrich Wise. To me, they seem like similar players, but yeah. Keon White's got a lot more upside. 
Um, and just from the eye test, I couldn't tell you the numbers, but he just seemed like Dietrich Wise is getting a lot more of the snaps. Yeah. I, I think they're I very, the I think they are very similar players. I think White looks a little more athletic to me than, than Dietrich Wise, but I think they're Powerful. very well. They're Wise very is longer, longer. Yeah, um, but I think. He's a whole bunch I agree. Keon White's more powerful, and, I, and yeah. Wise has definitely played more. You're yeah, right. Yeah. You're right, Henry. I would say Wise. Um, Wise is a, like, you know, play strength in the way that they want play strength in terms of being stout against the run versus pushing the pocket. I think Dietrich is a is a much more kind of stable player in that sense, and he's really really improved a ton in in run defense. From there was a very like, underrated play in the game um, late where um, third and ten Wilson scrambled for a first down and Wise just absolutely bull rushed yeah the guard Drew um, hold yeah and ended up getting a, a holding call uh, when I think he got caught up in the guy's legs yeah guy yeah. kind of mm-hmm. like he grabbed yes. close, he closed his, his leg. legs on him yeah. and would let him Scissors. go yeah. But his uh, Dietrich Wise has become a really solid two gapping end, and I I just don't really think that they look at Keon White as like a true edge guy, yeah. right? Whereas Dietrich is more of like that three four end. I but I think we will point. see yeah. more of White, yeah, with um, Aquale. I do too. The, I, oh. But I think you just made a good point there, Evan. Is I think I was kind of thinking that White would be more of a hand down, more like Wise. But I think he's more than that. He's like you said, he's they've been standing up a little bit more. I mean, I think he's do both kind of a guy, and yeah. and that's why he's intriguing. Yeah, I would like to thanks, see uh, Keon White playing with his hand in the dirt on like third down. Yeah, like well, that's get, you know, get him in Aquale's there. If out, you know, like let's play with him a little bit. Maybe yeah. shuffle some things around a little bit. Danny's in Daytona. What's up, Danny? Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, Danny. Uh, I just have a couple things to say. Um, primarily, the first thing I'm going to go with uh, is uh, what you guys talked about earlier: tra- trading for. Uh, for Keenan Allen, the receiver from the Chargers, uh, that, I've seen a report of them talking about that. I think yeah, that, that would be an option that's not for them to do, just because the, the Patriots are so desperate um, right now. How we're, you know, just the offense overall. No, so Keenan I, Allen I is, like the, is the Chargers' him. offense. They're not trading him. They, well, there was a report that was pushed out that well, uh, Mike Williams is hurt too now. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that lessens the so, chances of trading Keenan yeah. Allen. I also like. So I would see that great career for Keenan Allen, but. I, I, yeah. I does, eighteen for two fifteen does nothing for you. I, well, I just <laughs> moving a little bit in the wrong direction and in, in the age and the wear and tear. That's, that's right, all. right in Bill's wheelhouse. Yeah. He he was my Aaron Dobson, wish woulda coulda guy. So that and then back to the offensive line. I uh, I like what they did finally uh, putting Lowey at a uh, right tackle because last week that was horrendous watching Calvin Anderson. I mean, the first week I was I was shocked that they would even put him out there to. To start against the Eagles, then the second week, Calvin Anderson just looked absolutely just terrible. I was just wondering, what are the Patriots like? What is Adrian Clem and Bill O'Brien doing out there? And then um, they made that change up, and Trent Brown comes back. I don't really like Cole Strange at left guard. I, I, I just I'm um, I want to say I don't know who said earlier. Someone said Moffy didn't look good, but I think personally Moffy does Moffy does look a little bit better than Strange at least playing left guard, but. I do think they need to get somebody like they had uh, with Joe Thune back in there. So next year they have to they have to have to go out and get tackles. They got guards. We're good on guards. I think they need to just focus on. You just said that you don't like Cole Strange. The line. I right. said Joe Thune. Yeah. All right. I, I, no, I, I, I I basically line. playing musical chairs at guard, but yeah. we're all set at guard. Well, I, yeah, I guess maybe I've been like. You know, harsh on Antonio Maffi probably because he's a rookie. People, you know, grade him on a different scale in their brains. But I haven't really seen it 
as as much as everybody else has with him. But I'm not saying he, you know, that doesn't have an NFL future or anything like that. But just in terms of being like this immediate upgrade over Cole Strange, I I don't know if I necessarily see that. I don't know if I necessarily see it, but I I will just say, you know, watching them, you know, as they played both in the game, it's just it's hard to see Cole Strange where he just looks small and he gets pushed around and. You know, Mafi can't really move all that well, but at least he's got size and 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 he's got like That's a fair. thickness he to him. He definitely looks the part, but I that, don't I don't watch enough but, to tell you like the intricacies. He just the, he his he can't move side to side. Yeah. So like he when when guys cross his face or you know he gets into that one on one pass rush where he's dancing with the pass rusher like his he's edges slide are and just pick up another uh, one yeah yeah and and that that's that's tough. I just feel like though you know some of that I think can be taught. I mean certainly some movement skills cannot be taught, but it's like you know with Cole Strange, it's 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 just he doesn't look like he can handle these power rushers, and it just seems so obvious. And at what point is his technique going to catch up? Where it's like he's so flawless on his technique that he's able to defeat these bigger guys, and that's what I've been kind of waiting yeah. to happen. But it's just not. He's getting bull rushed every time they so want to do it. So it took Tooney three years to develop an anchor. Right, and be able to drop anchor because Tooney had a lot of issues early on with power as well because he played tackle in college and then moved inside and he was a slimmer tackle and more athletic guy and he had issues <laughs> same as Cole Strange and it took till year three really for him to to figure it out from that perspective so maybe there's still time for Cole Strange but that matchup against Quinn and Williams is brutal yeah. for and that. I do and wonder how healthy he is I yeah mean, I, I no think and in that's fairness and that's what I was just yeah. gonna say too is that I think with all the offensive line like Calvin Anderson you want to kill him like we don't even know what he was sick with like you know he missed all of camp so yeah all, you know I like look the season has started they need to play well excuses are done but I do think week three you're still kind of acknowledging guys who didn't practice uh, Tim writes in our friend from Duncan uh first things first it was a good win any divisional win on the road is a good win as I hear you talk about Zach Wilson, I keep thinking that he is at his worst against the Patriots. Do you think he will be that bad for the rest of the year? Yes, I don't think he was so. That bad. He was that <laughs> bad in the previous two games. I don't think so. Now he is not a great quarterback, but I do think that he struggles more against the Patriots than against other teams. Yeah, he they doesn't. Were, they were able to beat the Bills with him at quarterback. I know Josh Allen turned the ball over several times, but they still won. <laughs> but not because of him. By the way, because of a punt return. By the way, my Patriots Unfiltered t-shirt came in. Thank you. I wear it proudly and happily explain the show to the few people who don't already know about That's it. That's right. Very few people. Yeah. Zach Wilson is a disaster very, against very everybody. Few. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say, though, I think the Patriots, specifically a team that's willing to spin the dial post-snap and really and really amp up the confusion, I think that well, probably doesn't I'm help I'm not them, telling you they don't confuse him more than other teams do. Yeah. I'm telling you every other team <laughs> no, has yeah. the same yeah, yeah. success rate against him. <laughs> like, they do not – even the games that he has won, they don't score in. Like, like Monday night against Buffalo. <laughs> he didn't score any point. He had one touchdown drive, just like against you. Yep. And the touchdown in that night, my God, was an incredible catch. By Garrett Wilson. Yeah. yeah. Terrible throw. Like, he can't play. Yeah. I think that was definitely Josh Allen gifting. By the way, that game <laughs> that's my Jets. second check. Remember I told you they ruined another one? Oh, oh, oh. Those are the two things I predicted <laughs> in the postgame show. They ruined Denver giving up 70, and the Patriots ruined another quarterback in franchise. Would be nice if, you know, the Patriots had a player that can make that Garrett Wilson catch. Wow, that's he spins it like in a different that's place. Dark place. The Evan on Tuesdays is it? Dark, dark. dark. Yeah. And it's Sorry. funny because he said. And it's me. funny because he I, said he was going to do better today. I yeah. did say I was going to be more <laughs> positive. <laughs> Didn't work. Be better. I, I usually like, get that. I need like emo Evan to come in on Tuesdays, I, I, all like dressed I'm in sorry, black. I'm, just, I'm not down <laughs> on the win. I'm not like I, I, I think th what triggered him is when I said that they 
they pass block pretty well. <laughs> yeah, it did. That no. did kind of, that did no. kind of wrong. trigger. Wrong. No. Wrong. What, yeah. what triggered I don't know if you know, but for dealing with low A pressure, that's a lot. <laughs> what triggered Evan yep. today was that we spent the first 20 minutes not talking about football. Yes. That triggered that, Evan. Yeah, we were trying to buffer it. I was trying to buffer it for him so we didn't I was get ready. worked up too early. But I was ready. I was ready to be ready to rip everybody. I was ready to have a better Tuesday that I did, you know, looked in the mirror and said I didn't like how negative I was. And if I was close to you, I'd give you one. A a vanilla nut tap. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. All right. Really mad about the pass protection. That, <laughs> that's going to be it for this edition of Patriots Unfiltered. We'll be back tomorrow at noon with more. And then the playbook with John Rook follows us tomorrow. Talk to you then. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. The world's original.